Hello, Internet. My name is Spamoman. As always, your host of A Drink to the Past, the only podcast where E3 hype is now, which is the same thing I said last week, so we have to drink. But, uh, yeah, actually, it's still E3 hype, so it, it, it kind of works. Also, share, subscribe, and ring the bell to get notifications every Friday when we go live on YouTube. I am joined by co-hosts and or guests, and we have two different guests than we had last week, uh, which is also great. Uh, we have good old buddy Dave Wayne Nystrom, uh, so say hello. Hello. And our good buddy Taylor Wells. Hello, hello. Yeah, we've seen them on the podcast once or twice. You can check out their uh, Twitters are in the uh, little doohickey on the bottom of the screen because I'm a fancy streaming person that can put stuff on the bottom of the screen. I'm not really that fancy. It's 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 like two buttons that you click. But that's just one of my secrets that I'll share with you as a fancy streamer, right? Something like that. Uh, so anyways, uh, real quick, uh, we are going to make an E3 cocktail, which will be E3 themed by having three ingredients, which I will roll with these three dice to determine what kind of crazy ass cocktail I'm having, just like I did last week, except I've switched up the ingredients a little. So I have some sangria flavored cocktail mixer, uh... Homemade barbecue sauce. My buddy gave me this. It's super good. Uh, Dr. Pepper. And the coffee that I regret not having on my school bus when I was driving it this morning. Because I left it on the table like a fucking mook. Uh, so I will roll randomly out of those, as well as six different kinds of booze. My whiskey decanter broke, so I have to hold my whiskey in a glass, so... I'm, I'm kind of hoping I roll whiskey just so that I can, like, use all this so it's not just sitting in a glass until, like, because I'm, I'm probably not, I, I don't know, maybe I'll just drink it throughout if I if I don't roll it. I got some tequila, some uh, gin, rum, Kahlua, and uh, cherries soaked in moonshine. So, we're going to have a Kahlua. Yeah. Right. I fear what so, combination this is going to come out as. Who knows? That's the fun. So we've got four non-alcoholic ingredients, which I will roll one of with a D4. Uh, and we get number four, which is the coffee. So I'll put... Best to have it now, rather than earlier. Yeah. It's cold now, because I made it this morning. But, you know, what you gonna do? Uh, and then, let's see, for the booze, it has to have at least one booze ingredient. So I've got six kinds of booze. Gonna roll my D6 here. I got a four, which the fourth thing I said was rum. Got a little bottle of rum here. Okay. Comes in handy. So, rum and coffee, actually, we're off to a good start. Uh, yeah. Just like, I'm sure. All the you're last missing one, is Coke. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I, you know, if I get the Dr. Pepper, that might. That might work okay. I don't know. There but you go. I, now I'm going to roll a d10 to get one random ingredient between the non-alcoholic and the alcoholic. So this could this could go any number of ways. This could it be either really four, good or really bad. Which is the coffee yeah. again. Do I re-roll okay. if I roll the coffee again? I, 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 or do you do a double shot? Double shot of coffee and, and rum. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Alright. That oh, sounds fair. So, coffee and rum. That is that is my cocktail of the week. That's not as shitty as I expected it to be. Not not as... Uh, Tastes like cold really coffee. 
actually with a you know a little bit of spice from the rum so that that actually kind of works out in the sweetness there mm. i like putting rum in my coffee pretty well anyway so that's not bad um i would recommend doing two shots of coffee and a shot of rum that's not that's not that bad i'll give that a 14 on our scale of 3 to 17 uh dave what are you drinking well i have my scotch a 15-year Glenfiddich that I'm almost done with. I got another two glasses left in the bottle. Um, and this is a solid 15. All right. Kale. Yeah, beer for the uh, for the week is just a plain old Molson Canadian Lager. Cool. That's my go-to NHL playoffs beer. Fair enough. So, I have a glass of water. All right. That's yeah. Cool. Uh, Taylor, what are you drinking? I am drinking a nice Fino Chianti. You know? Yummy. To go along with my fava beans and uh, a liver. About the same. Human or otherwise? <laughs> I mean, what kind of liver do you drink, Chris? Uh, I don't drink liver. You don't drink liver? You don't say. Makes me drink liver. Livers are for drinking, not... You, you gotta slurp it up. They're for processing drink, not for drinking. Don't you not just, not like, after we're done with it. You know, Unless cut you the top off it. and suck out the juice like a crawdad? Isn't that how that uh, works? I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's not how liver is structured. Uh, I mean, liverwurst is pretty good, I guess. Well, I'll definitely say it's probably a 15. 17 scale. It's uh, very nice. If you like a, not a too heavy red, it uh, does pretty well. It goes really well with uh, meats and chickens. Mm -hmm. Yummy. Pasta as well. Yeah, I like a good Chianti when I go out to Italian restaurants and stuff. I don't have wine all the time, but I do, I do regularly if I'm like at an Italian place. Because it's like most Italian places don't have very good beer. So it's like, all right, might as well drink <laughs> the true. wine, right? Because they have a lot of, you know, it's it's like a thing. They have, like, two beers and a, like, huge-ass selection of wine. So it's like, might as well I have mean, the, you know, selection of wine, right? Greece, Rome, uh, sorry, Greece and Italy, rather, uh, for thousands and thousands of years now have been making wine the staple of their diet. So if anyone's going to have good wine, it should be them. Mm -hmm. Uh so yeah, when in Rome. You actually brought us on for the conclusion of Undertale. I did. I yeah, I think I'm pretty close to the end here. Uh, so that's something that I was going to uh, comment on uh, because the last time I streamed, I tried several times unsuccessfully to kick Metaton's ass, and uh, so I, I beat him off screen. And now it turns out that. Uh, Alphys has told me the only way to go back to the human world is to kill Asgore and use his soul, which is more or less what I was planning to do anyways, because I'm a terrible, horrible, fucked up person, and this game reminds me of that every time I do anything. <laughs> uh, human fell in the ruins, okay. Wait, what the hell? They just disappeared? They're just telling yeah, me the you're, you're getting You're getting important story information now. Here's the key in the kitchen that that thing was talking about. I put it on my phone's keychain. My phone has a keychain? Yeah, I mean, that's where you've been putting all the keys so far, right? I guess. 
Well, one of them's like just in my inventory. I have a mysterious key I picked up somewhere that I think does something. And I am drinking graham cracker porter uh, right. from Denver Beer Co. So that's just a good old standby for me. Oh. He's got snails in the fridge, so I had to drink. Does it? Is very clean. Does it come fridges. with graham crackers? Uh, does it come with graham crackers? No. It that's unfortunate. Like graham crackers. That that's a missed opportunity. Yeah. Drink the graham cracker porter <laughs> with graham crackers. Yes. You drink the graham crackers just like I drink the liver with the Chianti. Should come with marshmallows. I mean, there you go. Asriel, the king's son, heard the human's call. He brought the human back to the castle. Bum, bum, bum. Oh my. Alright, and uh, among other things, we are going to get into uh, the news and booze now. There's one piece of news and booze that is outside of the E3 news, which is our video game topic for today. So let's go over that. Uh, because A Plague Tale Innocence is coming to Switch via a cloud version on July 6th, which is pretty cool. Um, if you're into the cloud version things on Switch, which I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about those yet. They, they've been coming up here and there. Uh, I haven't done any of the cloud gaming on Switch yet. I do regular cloud gaming on my phone and some on my PC, because... Uh, game pass just lets you do that so i'm like okay i don't have to install this this is cool so actually most of the time i've spent with this game has been on a cloud version but it has not been on switch it's been on my phone uh so it's kind of cool that it's just another way to play this game because i think it's really cool they also announced the sequel is one of the things we'll get to in our e3 discussion and that's also coming to switch uh although they didn't specifically say if it was a cloud version or a an actual port um so not sure on that. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Have you uh, played this game at all? Plague Tales? It's a, it's a game I've heard, I've both heard good things about, and I've looked at the uh, like, some of the end game graphics, and I, I'm not I'm not a fan of how it looks, I guess. Is the nicest way I could phrase it. Not really the prettiest game, admittedly, but uh, it's, you know, it's one of those games where you're not really there for the graphics. You're, it's yeah. actually... Oddly, one of the I, I've had a lot of discussions on uh, games where the story draws me in, uh, or, or draws people in through like gameplay that they don't like too much, and I'm the opposite. Normally, like I just couldn't care less about the story. I like a good story, but this is one of the few games where it's like I am literally playing this game for the story and the characters, and I I couldn't give two shits about the gameplay. The gameplay is like somewhat generic stealth uh gameplay it's not bad it's got some unique mechanics so it's not like awful but i really just don't like stealth games all that much uh but i'm in it for the characters and the story and you know that's something that's kind of rare for me because most of the time when i'm playing a game i'm there to like play the game i, I am very gameplay first kind of person uh and we know the since trailer, uh, you like breath of the wild really so much yeah, uh, sorry, I was gonna say, the trailer really looks actually surprisingly good for the next-gen, uh, Plague Tale 2, so, uh, but go ahead, Taylor. No, I was, no, uh, I, I said my joke, I got it out there, so, so <laughs> all that was needed. Appreciate the joke. I do love this uh, the wild. Joke. As far as... From this gift. That's armor, and that is <laughs> Ah, cool. Is it as good as As far as, as Plague Tale goes... Punching? 
I think it's um I think the first one was a pretty good game. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the I mean the graphics are kind of average, but I mean, I feel like that's the same thing with uh Life is Strange series and that's also a really good series. So mm -hmm. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I don't really mind so much the graphics, but uh, I did really enjoy the original story. I'm curious to see what they're bringing forth with this. Uh, I guess, is it a prequel or a sequel? Uh, I think it's a sequel. Um, okay. I, I'd have to look into that more. Um, I, I also haven't finished Plague Tale Innocence, so I'm not like going to deep dive too much into it, just in case of spoilers and stuff, uh, until I figure out, like, you know what all has happened in that uh so that that's actually one game that i played this week uh which was kind of interesting because i played it on my pc for a little bit on the cloud streaming service on game pass because i was at home and i was like oh i could play plague tale uh on my phone and then i was like oh wait they put it on pc streaming now you can just open up a web browser and, and play games i was like that'll work uh, so I did that for a little bit and got back into it uh, after kind of a hiatus because it disappeared from my Game Pass library for some reason and I thought they took it off of Game Pass and I guess that was not the case. It's been there the whole time, but I just didn't see it for a long time for some reason, so that was weird. But, uh, it's hiding from you. Yeah. But yeah, color me excited yeah. for, uh, for a sequel. All right. Uh, Chris, do you want to take us through the actual news and booze, which is all going to be E3 news as soon as I play the uh, video game topic theme song, because we put more bagpipes on the podcast now. <laughs> get back to the undertale while chris takes over the talking about what the, the next thing to talk about is it's not so often can... i'm i feel posh but drinking a glass of chianti while listening to bagpipes definitely did it for me there you go <laughs> <laughs> i'm here to help <laughs> so i believe first you want to roll some dice or maybe I should roll some dice since I have no dog in this game to see. Oh yeah, whether, uh, uh... actually, uh, I, I forgot about that. So yes, uh, so our betting special last week has had an interesting non-conclusion. Uh, so technically, I might win, or Kevin might win, or we might tie, depending on how the dice roll. Uh, so basically, uh, one of Kevin's predictions was that we would not hear anything about Metroid Prime Four. And they mentioned it. They didn't show anything. They didn't. They didn't. They just said it exists. And another of his predictions was that we would hear something about Fable, and it kind of got the same treatment. So both of those, we were kind of like, maybe they're worth half a point, but like in opposite directions, because he predicted that one would 
be at the show and it was only mentioned and he predicted that one would not be at the show but it was only mentioned so we're like okay how do we how do we solve this and uh i think crow um, suggested throwing dice uh so yeah i think that's I think, a good way for i think it's only fair that you call it and i roll it evens or odds all right so uh so what what are you rolling exactly, Chris? Are, do you have... I will be rolling on a dice roller. Okay. Uh, so do you in... have the ability to put in an odd number die in that die roller? Uh, yes. Okay, because I think it's fair to Kevin that he gets the chance to tie, because if he got like a half point for both of those, then we would tie. So I want to have three potential outcomes. I win, Kevin wins, or we tie. So, right. can you roll a 99-sided die? I can roll... Yes, I can roll a 99-sided die. Okay. 1 through uh, 33 is... You win. I win. Uh, 34, 34 through 66, 66. Kev wins. Okay. And above 66 is a tie, and we will have to have some sort of hilarious, debaucherous tiebreaker. All right. Rolling. Uh, nine. You win, Sean. All right, I'm the winner. In that case, I can announce that on a future episode, because I am the winner, I get to choose the torture for all of the losers, and I am going to read my fanfiction aloud to Chris oh, no. Crow and Kevin O'Rourke, our good podcast buddies. And it's going God, to be no. hilarious. Um, so, uh, speaking of uh, fanfiction, Dave knows something about that. I actually wrote this fanfiction for the very first uh, Zelda Dungeon uh, fanfiction Friday. They said, hey, write a fanfiction and send it in to us. And if we like it, we might post it. And I sent in this one, and apparently they did not like it. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, I think it's it's... If, if you, I don't know, I think Chris has an idea of what he's in for because he knows what, like, style I, I write campaigns in I'm for just D&D afraid, and stuff. I'm just afraid of it applied to fanfiction. Why don't you check that mirror? I, I think I, I remember the that. Mirror, and then I, I forgot what it said. Despite everything, it's still you. Okay. Yeah. I think I remember that, that story. Yeah. Also, uh... Oh, it's Dan. Dan has mysteriously appeared. Oh, ah, we have a five-person podcast. Hoorah! Yeah, which means I have to extend the uh, stream bubble because we don't all fit on the screen anymore. Hold on a second. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to run the stream, trying to extend the stream bubble. I can't extend the stream bubble. I can extend the top of the stream bubble, but not not the bottom. So, Dan, I gotta ask, have you played Undertale? Undertale? No, I've heard it's good. Okay, Uh, well, you're about to get some stuff spoiled on this stream. Ah, that that happens. As yeah. in the literal end of the game. <laughs> ah, uh, was the solution just holy? You know. All right. Uh, what? Holy. Yeah. Holy, as in like the Final Fantasy VII thing. Yeah. Or, yeah, or, or Final Fantasy the other one. one yeah. Or Final. Oh, yeah. That I've... Four white mages is really overpowered. Yeah. Oh. No, Dave. I think Dave's just resetting his camera. Ah. Dave seems to have disappeared. All right. Uh, he said no, his no, internet. He was having some troubles with his internet. Okay. Um. He said there were storms in his area, so that might be knocking down stuff. Ooh, I got Asgore's journal. That's so juicy. I, I get to read all about his relationships. I assume. 
Uh, yeah. All the current pages says is nice day today. Okay. Ink is still almost wet. Saucy, so, so he must be around here somewhere. So, and then we have our... Uh, I'll, I'll write down that Sean wins. Yes. Here. Sean uh, wins. Hooray! And I'll, and I'll italicize it, because that's Excellent. how I Lord write in these notes. For King Dad. See, this is where this game makes me feel really bad, because I am going to kick Asgore's ass, and then I'm going to feel bad, because I killed this guy whose kid is making him macaroni art. That makes me depressed, so I have to drink. Everybody drinking, you have to drink. Okay. Dan, you got something to drink? You got oh, Mountain Dew? Yeah, I'll, I, I, I know, I know how this game works. I, I will drink it. <laughs> I, I just brewed up some uh, some ginger ale, some soda stream ginger ale. Swanky. That's a close drawer. Uh, E3 news. Hand-knit sweater that says Mr. Dad Guy. Wreck to Yomi revealed by Devolver Digital, a black and white samurai action game. Uh, yeah, that was the only thing that I thought from Devolver's showcase looked like super, oh my god, I need this game. Uh, the other stuff looked neat, uh, but I, I wanted to trim a little. For, so I, I, I did trim a little of the... I, we're not going over every single thing from every single showcase, because that would be a lot. So we're, we're going through the big announcements from the big ones, and uh, yeah, so... Uh, I don't know if either of you guys saw the trailers for this, but... Uh, I, I did not. I mean, as long as we talk about Ayuden uh, Chronicle. It's in there somewhere, I think. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, so. If not, then we can come back to it. <laughs> so. Size bed for the king. Ah, bad pun. We have to drink. This game has a lot of bad puns. Yes, I. I, <laughs> I have been. All about the drinking, about the bad puns. Ooh, I've got my arrow on the screen. I think Sean's trying to put me in the hospital. Uh, Starfield is coming 11-11-22 exclusively on Xbox. Yeah, so I thought this was interesting. Um, so this was one of Crow's predictions, and it's like they gave us a release date literally a year and a half away. That's, like, kind of crazy. It's pretty nuts, yeah. At, at least it's not as bad as some, you know, game developers' release dates. We might release this at some point. We may or may not be developing this. I don't think it's as... I don't think it's uh, as crazy as people think. Because, you know, we've, we've got a lot of game developers out there who... Uh, who, who do give game release dates quite significant in advance of them actually coming out. Um... Like, for example, Elden Ring is almost a year away as well. Yeah, they did they give a solid release date for that? Yes, they did. That was the biggest, that was one of the biggest news coming out of uh, the Game Awards, Jeff Keighley's presentation at the start of E3, and a lot of people were confused as to why right, Elden Ring's release date was released there. It. Right, yeah. so they did, a, they did this full trailer which basically shows... You know, the, the standard typical stuff. And then uh, the big reveal at the end was the release date. Mm -hmm. And I think I, I could have swore it was something like uh, April or something like that, 2022. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong, though. I might be thinking of another game. But it, oh, it, like, it's not too surprising to see get, like games get a release date like a year out or a year and a half out from yeah, time to time. I feel like that's just been like 
a lot lesser lately. I feel like people have been like, they say nothing about the release date until a few months out, and and in some cases, especially with like Nintendo, has been like, hey, this game is coming. It exists. We are working on it. It comes out in two months, and you're like, what? Oh, January twenty first. So like eight months. Yeah. <laughs> Seven months. Mm -hmm. Just generically, they say coming twenty twenty two. Yeah. We think. We hope. We're aiming for eventually. <laughs> Azrael reached the center of the village. There, he found a bed of golden flowers. He carried the human onto it. Back for Blood, new zombie game from the Left 4 Dead guys, October 12th. Not Zelda game. I, I thought I said zombie. I heard zombie. You may have heard Zelda. Okay. Well, it sounded like Which Zelda to me. I was like, Zelda I, just Zelda game. Hold on. I didn't hear about this, and I wrote these notes. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Zelda is pretty much always on Sean's mind. It is. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're distracted it's, it's, by this. Link's fault. It's you're distracted safe. by the climax, the horrible emotional backstory climax of this game. Yeah, something like that. Uh, but yeah, this actually looks pretty cool. Uh, me and Dan were big into Left 4 Dead back in the day, uh, so it's to see the same developers making a similar like co-op zombie survival thing uh, looks looks pretty cool. I have the unfortunate um, circumstance of having played the uh, beta that they had. What was it like? I want to say close to six months ago, or something like that, or four months ago. Uh, and it was it was not quite Left for Dead. It's not like Left for Dead as I remember it, mm -hmm. and I think that was to its detriment. But a lot of time has passed since then. A lot of development passed through, gone through. So we'll see if they took the feedback from that beta and altered the game to reflect that, or if they keep the same original design element and take it in a new direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd be okay with a little bit of new direction. You know, obviously, like I feel like a clone would were probably not like make a big splash so you know I, I feel like they have to change it up somehow I'm, I'm so i'm curious to see exactly what they've done but uh you know so hopefully that'll end up good <coughs> i ended up good once did you uh yakuza 7 shadow dropped on game pass and yeah there are so many yakuza games yeah i think and they're, they're all, all phenomenal uh, Yakuza 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7 are all on Game Pass. And they're all if, numbered. If you're listening to this podcast and you've never played a Yakuza game before, go out and buy one right now. I've never played a Yakuza game before. It is an incredible series. Me neither, so, but I've heard just so much good stuff, especially with Yakuza yeah. 7 uh, it, since it came it, it's out. It's not even... It's not even just the fact that it's, like, the most meme-worthy game series in existence, but, like, the gameplay is phenomenal, and they they change it up a lot from, from game to game, and the story is actually pretty interesting. Um, you know, it, it's very comedic on the surface, but there's a lot of seriousness to it, uh, and there's a lot of depth to the main characters' stories, and I think... Um, if you haven't had the pleasure of experiencing a Yakuza game, definitely go out and try it. 
Yeah, I'm definitely going to try it now that they're all on Game Pass. I was thinking, you know, Yakuza 7's the kind of the the big hot topic one right now. So I was thinking as long as that's on Game Pass now, I might, you know, download that and play it later. So look forward to a potential Yakuza stream later on. Hashtag shameless play. Do you have one that you would specifically recommend, Taylor? Um... I'm trying to think of one that would be good for people to get into the series, and that's a little hard, just because they're kind of they're a little all over the place sometimes. Sure. Um, I, I would maybe start start with Yakuza Zero, and then maybe drift into Yakuza Seven. Zero, uh, Zero is a very kind of good introduction, I think, into the world of of Yakuza and its craziness. All I know about it is that the main character smashes bikes on people. That that does happen from time to time. Yeah. Uh, okay. I wanted to make yeah. sure I was in on the right thing there. Uh, you you would not be wrong. You you also get glorious dancing men in speedos, who are uh, grinning and laughing at you in a very creepy way, and it's very tinglish, and I love it. Right. <laughs> Oh, Majima-san. Excited? <laughs> Too happy? That's gonna oh, seem this, really this weird to the people on the podcast. I've been just like, you know, this neutral face the entire game. So. Well, also, if you if you ever make it through Yakuza yeah, and you play through it, you'll always start answering your phone with Moshi Moshi. Moshi <laughs> Moshi. Uh, Psychonauts 2, dropping, releasing August 25th? Wow. That fast, huh? Yeah, so that's pretty quick. I think this was announced before, but they just gave it. But it, it wasn't announced that long ago, I feel like. I never played the original Psychonauts, but it's it's a bit of a cult classic from the original Xbox days. So uh, the, tra the trailer was new, though, wasn't it? Yeah, they gave a new trailer with the release date as well. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited for it. It's not big on my list of games to play or look forward to but i did really enjoy the original psychonauts and it was one of those games kind of like where if you played it you were in the know and mm -hmm. if you didn't like you're not well that'll, <laughs> and, that'll take you back to the beginning sean okay. yeah but this so, just goes straight back up right yeah okay so yeah, it's just a fast was, travel mechanism yeah that's because what I was it's thinking, a long because, long ass walk yeah because i was thinking i'd go back and check out and uh, get some healing items, although I'm not sure where the nearest store is. The nearest store is, uh, it's in the hotel. Place? It's in the hotel. Okay. How, how many healing items do you have? Um, let's see. Items. I got, uh... None. none. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you'll, you'll want some healing items before this next, uh... Yeah, that's this what next I was saying, because apparently I used all of them versus uh, the last boss, so, you know. Hope you've been saving all your Phoenix Downs, bub. <laughs> Phoenix Downs don't help if I've been a one-man party. Did you eat the snowman piece? Um, I don't remember. Did you eat the yellow snow? Ooh. Don't that snow. I did. Uh, can't recommend. Okay, now you can take that elevator back down. Luckily, I got is a that glowing thing a save point, or is that a... Uh... Yeah, the golden thing's a save point. Uh, 
Also, 10 more Bethesda games are on Game Pass. The service now has every Fallout, among other stuff, which means that, you know, people who've never played the first two Fallouts have Can no excuse. Can be continually disappointed. Yeah, go, no, go play with the first two Fallouts. They're good. They they are better than Fallout 3 and Fallout, 4. I was very curious, because I started playing Fallout with Fallout 3, and I really liked that. And so don't Vegas, get me wrong. But I, I love me some Bethesda, but two. pre... Like, Fallout pre-Bethesda is the best Fallout you'll ever experience. Mm -hmm. Fallout post-Bethesda is a whole lot of... What? If you enjoyed <laughs> Fallout 3, I consider Fallout 3... Uh, I, I like Fallout 3, so take this with... Uh, understand this is where I'm coming from. I enjoyed Fallout 3. I played... put my time in. Right. I consider Fallout 3 to be the worst Fallout game I've played. I have not played Fallout mm -hmm. 4. Mm -hmm. Um... Mm -hmm. Fallout's one, two, I call and it the New worst Vegas. Fallout game I've played, but I've only played three in New Vegas, so. So it's, it's largely the difference is that New Vegas has a big ass open world. Yeah, New Vegas also I think has better quest design in general in terms yeah. of being open. Yeah, so the the you need to go talk to Burger Pants, I think. So he's not in this restaurant. He's in the like the shitty fast food restaurant. Okay. Yeah, I've I've forgotten where all this stuff is. Am I going to go buy uh, some more glam burgers? Uh, or like steaks with Metatron's face on them or whatever. Yeah, and then up, up through guy? those glass doors there. No, Not that guy. Through those doors, yeah. All right. This well, Fallout 3 in New Vegas. This weirdo. Yeah. Have this right. weird Legendary situation weirdo. where Fallout 3 was so bad that no matter how good New Vegas was, it didn't quite redeem Steak Fallout 3. Metatron's face. But Vegas was good. Uh, I liked Fallout Ish. 3, but Fallout 3 was not... It was definitely the weakest, the weak link in the series. I would I agree. Would say. Uh, Fallout, Fallout 2 still remains my favorite Fallout, closely followed by New Vegas. I, I respect that. I, I did enjoy that. I think Fallout 4 of the Bethesda series versions of Fallout was good, but disappointing compared to what my expectations were for it especially coming out of how bad Fallout 3 was for me. So, uh, but it, but it's good, and because it came after Skyrim and has a lot of the same modability as Skyrim did, I feel like I have to drink just because of that guy's fucked up face. There you go. I'll yeah, drink he, that. He has, if you talk to him, he has uh, some more funny facial expressions. You might yeah, want to... I remember I went through all of the dialogue options, I think, so... Uh... If you want to check out my past Undertale streams, they're all up there somewhere. So, yeah. let's see. So, where did I go? Was it here? Yeah, I go through that. Yeah. And then next. This is next where you time. originally fought Metaton. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yes. Uh. So yeah, if you can pick up Fallout One and Fallout Two, uh, it is well worth it to play the classics, particularly if you know they uh, fix a lot of the crashing problems that they have on modern computers. And Fallout 4 is really good if you uh, like modding the crap out of your Bethesda. Uh, I, I haven't played Fallout 4, but I imagine it's a similar situation to Skyrim, where it's like yeah. the complaints are mostly is like still a fun game, even if you're like, oh, it's not as in depth as Morrowind. Oh, yeah, you know. It, it's definitely it's definitely fun. Um, like I said, there were some elements to it. Uh, based off like the trailers that I saw before the game came out and 
you know, what I was looking forward to and hoping was better than what I had just played in Fallout 3, uh, it lived up to a lot of those expectations, but was disappointing in others. Uh, the story was not quite as good as I was led to believe it was going to be. Um, so that was a little disappointing. But with mods, like, the game is fun to play in and by itself with mods. Uh, way more fun. So. Yeah. Definitely worth picking up and, and playing, but I don't know if you're going to spend as many hours on Fallout 4 as Skyrim. Okay. Where does uh, Fallout my... Shelter rank in the Fallout? So this is uh, one of the... <laughs> this is... Alright. Mindless this fun. Is probably one of the better scenes in the uh, game, I think. Alright. Is it interesting enough to interrupt Hades on Game Pass? Uh... It is for me. I don't know how I, everybody else on this call feels. That's yeah. segue, though. I don't actually have Game Pass. You have Game Pass? No, I don't. Huh. You have a PC. It is uh, on Xbox. August. Yeah. But yeah, it's coming August 13th to Xbox for the first time, and it's just going to be on Game Pass, so you don't have to buy it if you're a Game Pass subscriber and have an Xbox, which that wouldn't help for you if you have a PC. So, yeah. Which is pretty cool. It actually does help if you have PC and have an Xbox Game Pass on PC. Oh yeah, I wonder if it's coming to Xbox Game Pass for Xbox and PC. That's why know. all of that's why all of Microsoft's exclusives. When they were saying it was exclusive for the X, uh, the Xbox Series One and all that stuff. I was like, Xbox. probably not. It's also coming to Windows yeah, on they, Xbox they Game Pass. Specifically, like Xbox console exclusive. Yeah. So it's like, this is the only console it's on. But, I mean, if you have a PC, you can just say, fuck it, I don't need to buy a console. Which is, you know, kind of how I got into it with, you know, PC gaming. I was like, hey, I've got a decent PC. I, I'll check out Game Pass on PC for a dollar for the introductory month. And then I got sucked in and I bought a fucking Xbox. So. I mean, I'm I'm thankful for it because there's no other way I'm going to be able to play Halo. Because there's no way in hell I'm spending... The mu that much money on Xbox Series X for one game. Right. So. <laughs> Although Halo Infinite is coming to Xbox One as well. So. Yeah, but I don't have an Xbox One because I skipped on that yeah. generation. I, too. I skipped on that generation as well. <laughs> but then Game Pass was like, hey, look, here's a $300 machine that opens you up to a buttload more games. And I was like, fine, okay. I see... And this is my problem is like I because I have Game Pass and most of the stuff that comes out on Xbox comes out on PC eventually anyway. Mm -hmm. I don't really need the Xbox and I would rather get the Sony exclusives as, right. that come with the PS5 than have to spend, you know, 800 total total dollars on two separate consoles, one of which I'm probably barely going to use. Right. Yeah, I'm kind of one of those guys that I'm just like there's an exclusive on everything that I want, so I feel like justified in in buying every console. Uh, no, and that totally so makes that. sense. It's just like for like I said, for me, I have a yeah. really good PC, so why so, would yeah, I play Game it on Pass Xbox if I can play it on my PC? Because most <laughs> of the stuff that comes to Xbox comes to PC. There's, but you know, there is the there's those handful of games that kind of pushed me over the edge, and also I just like playing on my TV better. So I was like, I'd rather play Halo on my TV than on my PC. Not that it's bad yeah. on PC. It's a good, you know, the PC version is a great port and it works with controllers. So it's like, it's fine. But 
I'd rather sit on my fucking chair. You know, not this chair. This is a good chair, but I got my big, badass dad chair over there. It's, it's something that dads understand. <laughs> hey, totally I'll get it. <laughs> More power to you. Like, yeah. this is not me trying to, like, right. uh, bring down Xbox players. Like, by all means, if that's your mm. console and you like what's on it and you want to, and you're going to make use out of it. Please, by all means, like mm -hmm. support support Microsoft. Get your get your Xbox and have fun. Uh, but for me, as uh, from a personal standpoint and choice, it just doesn't make sense for me to to drop that kind of money. Yeah. Judged for my five. every action. This is this is a bad thing for. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've oh, killed yeah. a lot of. You guys. will be judged for all of those hamburgers that you bought. I be guess. judged. For all of those every people XP that you killed, Vern. for every XP, what's what XP? XP? It's, it's all the people you killed. It stands for execution points. Yeah, I, I earned a lot of those, and increased my love a lot. Yeah. By executing people. We have quantifying the pain you inflicted on others. When you kill someone. When you kill someone. The big twist. <laughs> When you have enough EXP, your love increases. Love, too, is an acronym. It stands for Level of Violence. This <laughs> <laughs> is a little random. I think I have to drink again, except for my beer's not full, because this beer is awful heady. Uh, I'll take a sip out of the can or something. Um, uh, my beer of the week for me is Yeti Imperial Stout, uh, which is a pretty good, uh, fairly easy to find Colorado brew uh, from Great Divide. They're one of our bigger breweries out here. Um, and they make good stuff. Okay. 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 Can I get it all? I got it all. I got a big yeah. ass head on this beer, but I got it. All right. So do we have to we drink go. twice since you weren't ready to drink the first time. I'll drink to that. All right. Sure. Oh man. All right. Tomorrow's going to be fun. <laughs> Me and Dan. I was saying, fishing. I don't think I shut off my, <laughs> my uh, Zelda glass. Oh, Ooh, yeah. nice. I don't know if I'm on the stream there on yeah, YouTube. I don't yeah, my, my am, stream, but... unfortunately, is not displaying webcams for anybody but me anymore. I'm not... So... I think you have web other people's webcams disabled. But somebody showed up for a minute. Dave showed up for a minute. I was on there until yeah. I my internet went wonky. And... Yeah, yeah, but his his thing is now showing the same thing that mine was showing when my webcam was up, and it's just oh, like the cam is disabled. Now I got them all. Oh. I was gonna oh, say, I, yeah, I just all, literally but... alt tabbed to Discord to see what was up. Although somebody's oh, there you go. just Myself a black well. square. Chris is literally that, just a black square that's Chris. for some reason. Oh, you just you had your webcam on but covered. <laughs> yes, that's how okay. that works. Look, now what? everybody's here. We can see all our beautiful faces. All right, now it's time to get back to this level of violence. And uh, Chris, go ahead with the next piece of news and booze while we're doing that. All right, uh, Halo Infinite coming this holiday. I don't know what Ooh. holiday that's referring to also has a new multiplayer mode with bots i know right yeah i might actually get something Halo, for right? this yeah like, are you gonna are you gonna get this get, go buy an xbox dan um, uh debating about whether or not i want to get an xbox or a tower pc or maybe both because hmm. i definitely want to play final fantasy 7 
Did yeah. they mention whether it was gonna have uh, Halo Infinite was gonna have crossplay between the Windows version and the Xbox version? I don't think they specifically did, but they've been very big on crossplay between at least Microsoft first-party games, uh, for between PC and Xbox, and and even outside of that, like you can pro crossplay like Minecraft with like Switch and PlayStation and stuff. So yeah, they I would they've tried to open up will... to PlayStation. Yeah, Sony's been hit or Sony, miss with that. Yeah, Sony's yeah. like, okay, for Minecraft, I guess the biggest best-selling game in the world, sure. But you know, a lot of other things they have issues with that though. But at least they're like most of their stuff. I feel like Microsoft is generally trying to be very cross-play friendly. So yeah. I would bet Microsoft that it will be a feature, very cross-play. Yeah, yeah, according to sure. TheVerge.com, as Halo Infinite is launching simultaneously on PC and Xbox, cross-play and cross-progression will be included at launch. Cool. Fantastic. Right. So cross-progression so, as well. That's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. Now yeah, I will be able to have all of my... four-player split-screen again, we'd be on... <laughs> <laughs> then Dan wouldn't need to buy an Xbox. He'd just come over to my house. We'll play some Halo. Aha! I might Success. have to get an internet connection of my own. Distance yourself. Thinking emoji? Will hurt. The more easily you can bring yourself to hurt others. These random bits of Chris reading the dialogue on the audio version will be a little awkward. So. Here. They're, they're going to unsettle anybody who is not familiar with this no, game. No, 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 he just needs to voice it as Skeletor. Then it'll all make sense. Now you understand. It's time to begin your judgment. This guy ain't <laughs> Look Skeletor's inside brother. yourself. What? This is Skeletor's brother. Uh, his fat, yeah, his, his short, stocky brother. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's just big boned. Hey. Considering what you've done. He do be having a big skull, though. Take a moment to think about this. Alright, I'll take a moment to drink about this. Unprepared. Oh, we'll think a drink and drink and think. I need another glass. No, You've already drank me out. Oh. The silhouette that looked mysteriously like Sans turns out to be Sans. I am shocked. It doesn't really mm. matter what you said. All that's important is that you were honest with yourself. <laughs> what happened? In all honesty, you are a very violent person. <laughs> are we honest with all the friends we made along the way? Now Sans is gone. I guess I'm not getting a date with Sans anymore. Although I tried to get a date with Papyrus, and that didn't really work out. These are fancy. Did you go letters. back to talk to him? What? I mean, did you go back to talk to him at? Maybe. I forget. Is this go a, watch my stream. <laughs> is this a controversial opinion where I say uh, Papyrus is the better brother with the inferior theme? Uh, I, like I don't think both, it's that controversial. Kind of for separate reasons. Yeah, I, I think I, I could agree yeah, with I'm that. More, I'm I more like of Papyrus. a Papyrus fan, but, but Sans' theme is fire. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I, I love Sans' theme. Uh, I'll be Diablo, really hyped about this one. Diablo 2 remake, September 23rd. Oh. Yeah. And that one is coming out with cross-play, cross-progression on literally everything. Like, you can play it on Xbox, PC, Switch, or whatever, and just, like, upload your cloud save and, and like, keep your guy going on your other totally different console. 
Neat. Blizzard has not had a great track history with uh, remakes of their games or remasters of their games. So I'm not... I'm not super happy about Diablo 2. I wish they had just left it alone and let it be what it is because as it stands right now, thanks to Warcraft 3 Reforged, Warcraft 3 has kind of got a bad rep in terms of what it... Dude, I'm dead! What it is. (laughs) I found my own coffin, what the fuck? Stop dying! It's bad for your health. Poor spam man. Oh, it's empty. It's It's okay. okay. I'm not dead yet. Yet. (laughs) But clearly there's a plan in place. (laughs) I see that. They don't like me, apparently. Maybe it's because I killed all of them. Except for Asgore and Sans and Papyrus, because they were were bros. I like them. They're awesome dudes. Alright. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm just hoping they learn their lesson. Warcraft 3 Reforged, and that Diablo 2 isn't the massive disaster that Warcraft 3 Reforged was, but uh, you know, based yeah. off of track history, I don't, I'm not really optimistic about it, and I'm just looking forward to Diablo 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of a hard thing. Uh, like, I want to be excited about this, but I'm also like, I barely touched Diablo 3 on uh, PS4, so I'm like, will I even Well, now's your opportunity, this? since you can bundle that shit. Oh, really? That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. You get all of Diablo 3 if you buy Diablo 2, I think. Is. Or yeah. there's a package you can get. It's like 79 some like I, I don't know what the details are, but you can get basically all of Diablo 3, all of expansion passes, and um, Diablo 2 remastered. And get them all. Nice. I don't know if they have a Diablo 4 package in that, too, where you can get Diablo 4 as well, but it's Blizzard. They probably find some way to package all that together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I wasn't as fond of Diablo 3 as I was of Diablo 2. I felt like the map was just always the same instead of... One of the big advantages of Diablo 2 is the map would be different every time it's generated. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Diablo 3, I think its story was fairly good. It wasn't terrible uh, compared to what I was expecting out of it um i think that apparently speaking to diablo 2 diablo 3 was not as good i agree with that 100 uh, percent. i'm hoping diablo 4 kind of breaks the breaks the mold there mm. then again if i'm thinking back to oblivion oblivion was I think it was a necessary evil to advance the technology so that we could get Skyrim to where it is today, but it was definitely lackluster going from the vast, vast world of Morrowind to this, Much more this tiny little donut. Yeah. I, I mean, Oblivion is still probably one of my favorite Elder Scrolls games uh, ever, but I, I agree. Like, if you, if you win... From- Going from Morrowind to Oblivion, and you just saw the world map when you come out of the uh, prisons of the capital city, and you're just like, uh, this feels smaller. (laughs) It was hard, because, like, I really fell in love with Morrowind, and I, like, spent hours and hours just exploring the world. Like, I have a vague idea of what the story is now, but at the time I was playing it, I had no fucking clue. No idea what I was supposed to do, where I was supposed to go. I just went where I wanted and did what I wanted. And then in 
I, you know, going into oblivion, it's like, okay, you get through this and I'm like trying to do the same thing. I'm like, yeah, big open world to explore. I'm going to go where I want. I'm going to, you know, find cool, unique items and, and random NPCs and stuff. And I accidentally ran into the whole story, all of it, every single place that you need to go for the story. I went there accidentally. So like the oblivion does a very good job of guiding the player along the path supposed to go and they mm -hmm. place a lot of lures to get you to go to those places mm -hmm. and unfortunately there's a lot of stuff that happens in the early uh main quest line of uh of oblivion that basically if you don't go to all the places that the main story takes place before you start that bruma quest train you basically don't get to go to those places ever again after mm -hmm. So it, it does. Skyrim kind of does this too in a in a much less in your face way. Uh, you'll you'll definitely stumble. I think Skyrim was definitely more Morrowind in the ability to just go wherever you want and do whatever you want. Yeah. But there were definitely situations where I accidentally ended up at a place I needed to be for the main quest, right. and I didn't want to be. Yeah, it was it was just kind of a thing because Skyrim wasn't as bad as Oblivion in that regard. Uh. But, like, Skyrim, I feel like, again, just, like, it's hard to disassociate anything with the Elder Scrolls brand from Morrowind in my mind. So I'm, like, the entire time I was playing it, I'm just, like, judging it. Just, like, it yeah. doesn't feel as good to explore as Morrowind, you know? And Not like, as in-depth as Morrowind. If you go off the beaten path in Morrowind, you'll find some cool random shit somewhere. Ever. I do the same thing. Not with as Halo easily 2. breakable as Morrowind. Yeah, in in Skyrim. <laughs> that one might not be true. Right, <laughs> but in in Skyrim, it's like you know, if you're off the beaten path, you're probably not really finding anything of note. Like everything interesting to see has a road that goes directly to it. Yeah. It's like, and I, I I tried to play Skyrim again when I got the Switch port, and after playing Breath of the Wild, it was so claustrophobic. Like, all the towns are so close together, which might be partially coming from Breath of the Wild, where there's literally, like, four towns in the game. So that doesn't well, Breath help of the Wild, But, yeah, it's it's just, like, the whole world just feels stifled. Well, and Breath, going back Breath of the Wild's map was that, also... But Breath of the Wild's map was also, like, two times bigger than Skyrim. Yeah. So when Skyrim has twice the amount of towns that, or three times the amount of towns that Breath of the Wild has and is two times smaller in yeah. size. Yeah, it's just one it, of those it things definitely that understand I, I really that. fell in love with Morrowind because of the scale. And so far, like, very few open world games have managed to recapture that. I think, I think Fallout 4 actually did a good job of okay, that. I Fallout 4's map yet. feels more Morrowind than it does Skyrim. Okay, that's kind of cool. I, I, I will have to check that out. I've been meaning to. I got it on when they put it on Game Pass. I downloaded it on my PC. And I've been just like looking for a time to play all of the damn games I have on Game Pass and switch and you know i got a ps5 now i'm like oh, i gotta i've only well, i've literally like barely touched the ps5 games i have because mostly all i've been playing on ps5 is ghost of tsushima because i'm just like stuck on good that, one because that game is that's so a good one good I, I finally beat it and i collected all the collectibles and then i like looked up the last few hidden trophies and i was like that eh, sounds like it would just kind of be a little tedious i'd like to do it sometime I, but i was like whatever i'm gonna get back to demon souls for a little bit so i need to go back and finish a second playthrough of tsushima like that game was incredible mm -hmm. oh my god it definitely it, by far 
in a way, the best game to come out on the PS4. Yeah. Uh, I really felt yeah, hard for even Final over remake. remake. And I love remake. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Is that was my I, I, like favorite. Re- remake PS4 was the best game, game of a generation. I'll, I'll say that. So 7 Remake was like the best game of a generation. Tsushima was the best game to come out on PS4. So Plague Tale Requiem is coming in 2022, also coming to PS5, Switch, and PC, because this is the Xbox. Yeah, because mm. we, we touched on this a little bit earlier uh, that it's coming to Switch, but it's also coming to most everything else, actually. But it's also going to be a day one Game Pass game, so that's just kind of cool that, like, okay, I have I guess I know where I'm getting it, because, like, it's a game I think I would play on Switch. It would be good on Switch, but, like, it's on Game Pass, so I'm going to play it on PC instead, or Cloud, or... I, I remember one of my friends on Twitter for a major game release that said, also coming to Switch, is like, oh, sweet, the 5 FPS version. <laughs> I just died laughing. Yeah. Because right, like, you know, you know, the really good, like the really uh, like graphically intensive games that have been coming out for PS4, PS5 and, yeah. and Xbox One. And they're getting like these these Switch port, like even The Witcher 3, like The Witcher 3 is a fantastic game. And I'm impressed that they got that to work on the Switch. But playing through it, it's 15 FPS simulator in a lot of places. And I'm yeah. just like, all right. That was That's the first thing I said. Because when... Like, when I was regularly gaming on Switch only and a base PS4, I didn't notice it that much. But now that I got a PS5 and an Xbox Series S, it's, <laughs> it's <like> noticeable. <laughs> every time I play something on Switch, you know, there's, there's some games that run on 60 FPS. Like uh, Mario mm-hmm. Kart runs at 60 FPS. Stuff like that. I think Smash gets pretty close. Yeah, Smash, at times. Smash is really good frame rate. It's it's. I have no problems in Smash, but like when I'm playing, um, like I I got the Samurai Jack game, and that one like tanks pretty hard. And it's uh, there's a handful of games that I'm just like, uh, it's funny because I I played Age of Calamity before I got my PS5, and now that I'm used to playing my PS5, I went back to it later, and I was just like, oh my god, this is chunky, like everybody's been saying. It's like, did, well, did you notice in the in the trailer for the DLC in Nintendo's uh, presentation where like <laughs> it was chopped when they were showing off? I didn't specifically like, the new characters it in the trailer. Stuff. I was just kind of like. Okay, Go back and watch it again. Neat, but then I was, I don't know. I feel like everything comes out a little worse on YouTube anyways. I, so I, I just I, don't I think the Dynasty Warrior yeah. format works on the Switch because of how many enemies need to be on the yeah, screen for it to be a real just, Dynasty Warriors experience. And I think Fire problem. Emblem Dynasty Warriors have this problem too. Yeah. Age of Empires 4 uh, will release in October. And also we lost a... Yeah, Dave, 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 Dave's yeah, internet yeah. is uh, struggling. He's back. He's uh, muted, but he's back. Yeah, Age of Empires 4, big release. I'm super looking forward to this. We haven't had an Age of Empires game release in over, I think, 15 years. Yeah, I guess it makes sense that after they did all the definitive editions, particularly... Of Age of Empires 2, yeah. Yeah, and, and Age of Empires 3, they also did the definitive edition yeah. of that. Uh, I guess it makes sense that we'd finally see another one. So that yeah, it's exciting news. I love that they're going back to AoE 2's kind of time frame. I like I liked Age of Empires and it destroyed 3. Your mercy button. It wasn't terrible, yeah, but I, I think Age that. of Empires 3 uh it, it like focused too much on the modern on this there. I just wants to, you know, I guess he wants me to kick his ass. Uh I guess I could still 
act on him. I don't know what I can get out of it, though. Uh, so I, I always they, like trying them just to see what I can get, and then I kick their ass. They they <laughs> really went out of their way to make this guy look evil. So, unfortunately, you don't meet the requirements to talk with him. Oh, really? Oof. Huh. Yes. You gotta actually not be a total dick? If you, uh, if you don't kill people, you can actually say something. Mm-hmm. Alright, well, apparently I can't really do much other than, you know, hope I don't get killed by all of his attacks. Just dodge. Not looking good. Yeah. Uh... God, his health bar has barely moved, too. Alright, well, I, I think I've got... I think it'll take a couple of tries, but I, I think I got this. Because I got those healing items and stuff. But, uh... It's like right in the back. Yeah. Gotta figure out. You got a stream. Wow, I was actually... Yeah. It's fucking celebratory drink for dodging all that shit. That was cool. <laughs> I'm not that great at the bullet elements. But, uh, uh, I do. Outer Worlds 2 coming to Xbox and PC. Uh, anyone play the Outer Worlds RPGs? No, but I loved that trailer. Yeah, that was a, that was a pretty good trailer. Uh, it's, it kind of gives you an idea of what's, uh, what's up with the series, I think. It doesn't seem like something that takes itself too seriously. It seems pretty cool. So, I downloaded Outer Worlds, and then I never got to it, uh... So, that's one of those things where... Ooh, my attack increases when I use that thing, too. Uh-oh. That trailer was... For me, it was great, just because it was like one of, one of my... Uh, one of my good friends that I've known for several years now basically... Basically shits on me all the time in a manner very similar to how that trailer shit on itself and it was amazing <laughs> and it was just like it was basically like did my friend like narrate and direct this trailer because it felt very him and just it cracked me up the entire time i couldn't stop laughing nice yeah i, I it's one of those games that i've been meaning to play for a while and just haven't got to it so now that there's a sequel coming out though maybe i'll finally get around to it because that's what got me to come back to uh, Plague Tale again, so, yeah. Great. Oh, you gotta move for these ones. Oh, yeah, it's the move versus don't move thing. Yeah, it's It, it moves a lot faster than the lasers from Metaton or, or whatever. Good thing you got those healing items. Yeah. Forza Horizon 5 will be coming November 9th. Still on Xbox E3. This was the best-looking game at e3 like the graphics in this thing really show what a powerhouse the series x is uh just the ray tracing you would say that there and yeah i, I you, it, you'd say that over halo infinite um yeah i thought so just the level of detail really seemed or far cry 6 uh at least for the gameplay parts uh because the far cry and halo had largely like cinematics uh, but all of the, like, pretty much everything they showed for this game was all gameplay. And seeing all of that loading and rendering instantly while you're playing the game is what really kind of stood out to me. Because, like, you know, in a cutscene, you can do whatever the fuck you want. But can you make it load instantly for the gameplay? That's what impresses me here. Oh, for I think I think it's uh, the modern console 
generations of uh, of SSDs where they did spend a significant mo amount of money, you know, graphically or sorry, not graphically, uh, like I'm just upgrading the hardware in general. Yeah. So I think uh, like the PS5 and Xbox Series X, uh, they've definitely stepped up in terms of what they're able to do now. Which obviously, if you're a PC gamer, yeah, we know, you know, been doing it for years, but still, <laughs> right, yeah. like for consoles, this is a big deal uh, for a lot of people who don't have access to computers that are maybe on our levels with, you know, GTX 3080s and stuff. Right. Yeah. They can now finally enjoy a lot of the similar oh, man, types I am of games at one that we've. Hit point. I am so close. <laughs> you got this, man. I got. I, I actually think I might have this because I got one more healing item. So as long as he doesn't. Do anything too crazy like you know all of his attacks <laughs> yeah I, I think i definitely that's a lot got of damage yeah. that's a lot of damage <laughs> here's some more it's <clears throat> a lot of swipes oh his eyes show you what uh what the attacks are gonna do yes mm. i see that but you gotta watch quick you gotta be paying right. attention. Redfall coming as Xbox exclusive next year. Open world shooter, single player, or co-op from Arcane Studios. I, I I don't know who that is. I don't know what this is. Arcane Studios is the guys behind something that I've forgotten now. Uh, but they're one of the many... Oh, shit, I wasn't looking at it. But they're one of the many people that uh, Microsoft bought up in the last couple of years. So uh, uh, Arcane is responsible for Dishonored. Dishonored, yeah, that was it. So really? they're, yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> they're not bad. Uh, they've, I think they also wow, did. Wow, first try. Yeah, not too bad, huh? All right, fuck. I'm gonna drink to that. So I think they did Arc Vitalis and Prey as well. Yeah, Prey, that was the one I was thinking of, but it wasn't the old. I played the original Prey. And I was gonna, no, it's it's the remake, I think. Yeah, the, the remake one. I, I wanted to play, but I never got around to that either. Although, now that's on Game Pass, too. It's, it's just too much shit on Game Pass. Also, <laughs> congrats. Calm down for a year so I, I can catch what, up That's with what you, the Microsoft <laughs> Studios presentation was. Is like, all of our games, all game. Yeah, that was one of the things that really... Uh, Ten bucks a month. Buy now. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, that was one of the things that impressed me because they were like, at the start of their presentation, they were like, we are going to show you 30 games today. 27 of them are on Game Pass day one. And the three that aren't will be soon after. Yeah, probably, right? Yeah. It's like, it's crazy how much of the, you know, literally everything we just talked about is coming to Game Pass. That's insane. Which is great, again, like for people yeah. like me who can't get an xbox or don't or choose not to because of financial reasons, but yeah still want to play the game and have a pc so yeah because not everybody's yeah. gonna want to sink you know 500 bucks or whatever into the latest no I, th I think microsoft's marketing strategy here uh and and they're just their overall game plan for how the xbox and how gaming is going to work under their platform yeah. is quite quite good this is it's reminding me a lot of the xbox 360 days and that was a primo generation so yeah it's uh that's that's actually the regular controller that i use for uh cloud gaming on xbox game pass now and and it's it's a, that's what i was gonna actually leap into is another thing that xbox game pass does that most people have not got me to do is play on my phone 
I play games on my phone and they're good games. And it's not just, you know, mobile built cash grab bullshit. It's actual fucking games. I play one game on my phone, that's Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. Don't at me, bro. <laughs> I mean, I play Pokemon Go, but that, you know, so it's, it's like, everybody's got, like, but it's like, that's the one game that really has, like, got me coming back, right? Actually, that's a lie. I also play the Ace Attorney original trilogy on there, too. Does that count? What'd you say? Yeah, that counts, I think. Digimon, which Digimon? Digimon counts. If I can so play got... Yu-Gi-Oh and not be laughed at on my phone, then Dave can play Digimon. <laughs> so it's Pokemon, Digimon, and, Digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, Genshin? Oh, Genshin! Waifu Simulator. Gotcha. Yeah. Breath of the Waifu. <laughs> the wild Breath of the Waifu, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna drink for that one. That was... <laughs> I stole that from somebody on Twitter. I, I don't remember who or I would I would credit them, but... Uh, Cre yeah, credit is where credit is due, but that is fantastic. Yeah. Xbox Mini Fridge releasing holidays. Yes! What <laughs> doing it? The Xbox Series X styled Mini <laughs> Fridge is coming, and I am fucking buying one. And I am going they... to have it right here in the middle of my desk. It is going to block up my view, but it is going to hold my beer for this podcast, and it's going to be fucking great. They so then I don't have to worry about having the Xbox it. Series S and not the Series X, because I'll have the Series X, but it'll be a I fridge, got, so it'll be better. I, I gotta say, with the Kentucky Fried Chicken gaming console, uh, with I showing forgot. that fast food restaurants are wanting to branch out into game consoles and the Xbox mini fridge showing that, uh, you know, game companies are wanting to branch out into food related machines. Are, are we coming to the end times? I think the sleeper on that. Meme culture RPs. has won. Oh God. Elon Musk is Dogecoin. And, and he's manipulating it because he won't get arrested for, by the S he won't get a, Finds from the SCC for doing it. <laughs> well, right. billionaire billionaires uh, and their immunities to corporate law aside, uh, <laughs> can we talk about the Intellivision getting a console? Intellivision. For the first... I haven't heard about that one. I heard about the Atari one. It, it's no, it's not Atari. It's Intellivision. So you, so Tommy Tallarico, our in, friend who used in, to be on like Judgment the... Day. I love that show, and, and I, I still follow him. Uh, yeah, him. he he uh, he bought out, or he owns now television, wow, and they're coming out cool. with a new console. Huh. And it's basically like it's a Switch-like, in where it is designed for, uh, like family party get-together game kind of stuff. It's supposed to be like cheaper than your average console. The games are are cheaper and obviously less in depth, but they're like very supposedly party friendly. Mm -hmm. um, and its controller is basically a tablet, hmm. like a handheld phone tablet kind of deal. I'm on board with and, that because I fucking love my Wii U. Well, well, it was a very interesting presentation because Tommy was very, very earnest about what he was trying to do, and he was not really holding anything back. Like, mm -hmm. he was not saying, oh, this is going to 
blow every other you know game console out of the water. He was very specific with what their vision was for mm. it, uh, and it's like the like the Amiga consoles of old mm. kind of deal. So if yeah, if you didn't catch that, definitely at yeah. least watch the uh, the beginning part I of that that presentation. That yeah, because uh, it, it's been like sometime. Sometime early this year, I think Atari released their console. So it's it's interesting to hear that Intellivision is also coming out of the woods works after so many years. Yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. I I'm more than curious to see if they're going to stick to their guns as as Tommy presented it, or if they will eventually maybe edge into the. Um, more i guess quote-unquote modern interpretation of gaming so you know huge in-depth story games and multiplayer franchises battle arenas all that kind of stuff we'll see cool all right uh before we move on to because that was the end of the xbox stuff uh shall we take a moment to enjoy the final i assume cutscene of undertale uh go go and go and uh do what you're gonna do sean all right. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna yes, I'm I, gonna try and keep my mouth shut for this one. Yeah. So for you uh, uh, audio listeners, I'll, I'll I'll read out the text here. So uh, I have just defeated Asgore, the king of the demons, and now I can uh, kill him. I assume to get his soul and open up the portal to return back to Earth. So that's that's been more or less the goal. Although it's been an interesting ride because the goal, you know the. I've done a lot of shady stuff to accomplish this goal that in any other game would be just like, oh yeah, you killed some monsters, that's fine, whatever. But in this game, it's like, no, actually, the it's it's very sympathetic towards the monsters. And, and uh, this, even like in the last couple of minutes where I've been fighting this king dude, he's actually shown, shown some interesting character. So, uh, and, and a lot of like, like, I don't think necessarily that this guy deserves for me to kill him and, and use his soul. But that's the way that I ended up playing the game, so apparently it's too late now. <laughs> Choices were made. Yeah. So that is how it is. Dot, dot, dot. I remember the day after my son died. Oh, fuck. What a dick am I. That fucking macaroni art was made by a dead kid. Okay, new rule. Yeah, Every time something depressing happens, I have to drink. <laughs> You weren't paying attention to the backstory along the hallway there, I take it? Um, <laughs> oh, okay, the, I, I, I did, yeah, see that uh, both of the kids died, yeah, yeah, so actually I, but it, I don't know, something didn't click with me, because that wasn't Asgore they were talking about, that was somebody else, right? Remember, Sean's version of gameplay is gameplay first, story never. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I have to drink for that one. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't put two and two together because I, I thought it was talking about uh, somebody else, not Asgore. Um, uh, day after his son <laughs> Everybody's died. drinking now. We're all like, yeah, no. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> the entire underground was devoid of hope. The future had once again been taken from us by the humans. In a fit of anger, I declared war. I said that I would destroy any human that came here. I would use their souls to become godlike and free us from this terrible prison. 
Then I would destroy humanity and let monsters rule the surface in peace. Soon the people's hopes returned. My wife, however, became disgusted with my actions. She left this place never to be seen again. Truthfully, I do not want power. I do not want to hurt anyone. I just wanted everyone to have hope. But I cannot take this any longer. I just want to see my wife. I just want to see my child. Please, young one. This war has gone on long enough. You have the power. Take my soul and leave this cursed place. Yep, and I... And again, I, I can't mercy, because I assume. I mean, it's the, the button's kind of cracked. But I came here to kick ass. I feel like kicking ass is all I've done. So I... Can I? It, it, it lights up when I go there. You can click it. You can click either of those buttons. Okay. But which one do I click? It's up to you. No one else can make this decision. Decision. I've Yours. been a horrible dick the whole time, so I don't know. I, I can always come back and, and, and rewatch the other ending. I assume it's probably got two. I, I, I think I've heard that this game has several endings, so. Your soul is mine. Right. And now my execution points increase. Well, what's happening to my heart? It's not your heart, that's his heart. Oh, that's his heart. And I broke it. And it just got destroyed. And there's a flower. Hee hee hee. So you finally get it. In this world, it's kill or be killed. Hey, Flowey. And the happy heart, or the happy face on the flower turned into a skull. So the game just crashed, I want to point out. Is so you, you'll you need to open the game up again if is, you actually want to finish the ending. Is that what happened? I was like, I thought that was the ending, and it just, like, closes the game at the end of the, at the end there? <laughs> that, that is awkward. Nope. Yeah, but, yeah, I, uh, sorry for the fucked up Discord. Hold on a sec while I reopen under here. Hold on, I gotta open Steam, and then I gotta open up, uh... I, I, think, I, I think I heard from Josh when he first played this, that that happened, and he was like, oh, I guess that's the ending, and then he left, and he's like, actually, I want to replay it and see some other things, and then... I, I think it was Josh who did this, and he booted it up again and started in the Doing segment this? you were about to see. Here, here's uh, the real question. You'll need to reshare your, your uh, oh, stream. Fuck. Okay, so hold on. Oh yeah, I'm not on Discord anymore. So yeah, hold on. So so at least you guys can. See. Yeah. So it, it just gave me some wacky ass glitchy stuff happening. Uh, so there we go. Here's now the uh, layout looks right on the stream. Uh, here's the real I question though. Do we? Ninety nine, ninety nine, and uh, you're in your world. world. Yeah. What? What is this? Do you, see, that's what I was going to ask. So here's the real question. Is how do you pronounce Flowey or Flowey's name? Flowey? Flowey? Flowey. I assume it's like a flower. Because it's like a flower. Yeah, like a flower. Yeah. But, oh. yeah. but the way that it is spelled, I would, if I had not seen that it was... Flowey? I, I, I would have said Flowey if, if I did not know that it was related to a flower. So now I am here in a uh, black pit of doom. I guess... Can I, can I, can I leave? Is there... Oh, there's a save point. Sweet. The end. 
What? I can't save? It's the, the file erased? What's going on? Flowey's kicking my ass. Or uh, something. Howdy, it's me, Flowey. Flowey the flower. I owe you a huge thanks. You really did a number on that old fool. Without you, I never could have gotten past him. But now with your help, he's dead. And I've got the human souls. Well, fuck. Apparently. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> I've been empty for so long, it feels great to have a soul inside me again. Mm, I can feel them wriggling. Oh, you're feeling left out, aren't you? Well, that's just perfect. After all, I only have six souls. I still need one more. Before I become God. And then with my newfound powers, monsters, humans, everyone... I'll show them all the real meaning of this world. Nobody knows oh, how Flowey's face kind of looks like a battle toad at certain. Huh. <laughs> Forget about escaping to the <laughs> save file. It's gone forever. Did it really delete my save? You want to tell him or should I? No. No, no, right. we don't. He doesn't. Need, he, we don't need to I say don't anything. I need to know. Yeah, if, if you don't, just, if just you don't win this next boss fight, I guess. But don't worry. Oh, there's a boss fight coming up. Yeah. Old friend Flowey has worked out a replacement for you. I'll save over your own death, so you can watch me tear you to bloody pieces, over and over and over. What? Do you really think you can stop me? Hee <laughs> hee. At least now we know why your coffin was, uh, built. Yeah, I see this. Okay, so... Can't move. Can't shoot. Flowey is... Good God, this is, like, creepy. I think that's the idea. I guess, yeah. I don't know, Flowey's kind of cute. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. It's got a drink for whatever this is. <laughs> you gotta move. Don't die. Oh. See now the fight bar appeared there and I might have been able to use it. Ah, flame. Rush the flamethrowers. I'm gonna die, aren't I? Yeah, most likely. Now I am dead. Game over. Game over. So now I guess this is all just a bad dream. So now I Game get to see if over. he really... And you're never waking up. Ha <laughs> Crash the game again? Yes. Nice. All right. Okay. I don't know. Go Luckily, see if you save files. I still files. have Steam, Steam open. Yeah, so let's see if it saved over my save again. You had one job. <laughs> Did you really think I was going to be satisfied killing you only one time? You got to stream it again. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha.
Okay. Well, anyways, as I go through this, uh, let's keep going with the uh, E3 stuff. We got Square Enix is up next. Yeah, and I actually saw one piece, particular piece of news and booze that really excites me here uh, in the Square Enix news. But it's not this piece. Guardians of the Galaxy game launching October 26th. I, I don't care, personally. Uh, anybody else care about that? Nope. Uh, I would if it wasn't for the reception of, uh... It was bad. Of how, you know, uh, Marvel's Avengers was. So, or it's okay. like a discount Avengers. Die even faster. Marvel's Avengers was Ooh. not bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Dodge the knives. This... Don't get stabbed by the knives. Guardians of the Galaxy just... This doesn't look interesting. What? And I don't, I don't know why they saved three quarters of their presentation for that. Ooh, heels. Fuck yeah. And aids. Yeah, that's kind of awesome. Alright. So there's a healing method to this, and, and now there's fucking... Flies. Shit. Three damage? Fuck! How much fucking hit points does this guy have? I am totally fucked, uh, aren't I? <laughs> you're taking a lot of damage there. Oh yeah, don't get hit by the fingers. Yeah, I might I might I might switch games here so that I can actually like focus on this later on a on a on another stream or something. If I if I die again. Ah Probably should have warned you. Warning. Death in Don't die here. <laughs> He has one eight. Select the heels. Select the thumbs up. I got some of them. I'm still gonna die. <laughs> now he's using save states on you. Yeah. Oh shit. I see what's yeah, that's that's fucking silly. Damn. You weren't expecting this to happen now, were you? I wasn't expecting any of this. Just dodge the shoes? <clears throat> Those are some nice slippers. Like ally shoes. Toe tapping all across my ass. Music notes. Nuclear bombs. Fucking bombs. Where am I? I got lost. <laughs> Went into his skull. What's the next uh, piece of news so we don't get too far behind here? Alright, uh, so we don't get too far behind. This is the piece of news that I'm actually excited about. Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster coming to Steam and Mobile eventually. Remastered version of the original six Final Fantasy games. Yeah, so... I oh, you died. Pretty cool. Yeah, I, yeah, I died. So... Uh, sorry, I've been saying for years they need to make, like, a plug-and-play that is just all the Final Fantasies. <laughs> like, screw your consoles, Final Fantasy, plug-and-play. That's mm. it. Oh. I would not be opposed. So, I would be happy to see Final... I I've been looking for the original Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy 2 on Steam for a long time. I'm just they released it, so to see that these are getting released, I'm like, finally... Also, Sean, you're almost there. You, you may as well you may as well finish him off now. You think so? I does it save like between the phases or anything? 
know. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I'll, I will continue reading news and boost. Yeah, keep doing Notoriously that. Notoriously unhelpful we are. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I was very excited to hear that at least those first couple Final Fantasy games are coming to Yeah, I think Steam. this has been a very mixed reception thing uh, just because it's only on Steam and mobile. Like, everybody yeah. is talking about, like, why the fuck isn't this on Switch? And I feel like it should totally be on Switch. So, it's... it's I would rather them focus fun. their efforts on uh, Final Fantasy VIII Remake. And also, uh, Final Fantasy VIII... Yeah, it's Final Fantasy VIII Remake... Or, there is... I don't know. I'm, I'm happier to see the 1 through 6 get remade here. Uh, Pixel perfect updates. I tried I eight, and I, would I, definitely I didn't get into it, but it was like way after the time. I tried it because it's on the normal version, or actually, it's a remaster. Is on Game Pass, so. Uh, they've got an HD remaster on um, on Steam for yeah. Final Fantasy VIII. I think it's the same version as is on Xbox. Probably. No, no, no. Final Fantasy VIII kind of has less material to remake, I would say. What do you mean? Uh, it's technically got uh, like twelve the, the games. The story is make. a lot more. Uh, it, a lot more it's, what? It's a lot more uh, act. Well, yeah, you but it. that's. Oh the no! Point. You died. Died again. <laughs> it's a lot more. Uh, what, what, what is it? It's uh, a, a lot of the plot. The plot makes a lot less sense than I'd say Final Fantasy VII does. And this is coming from someone who's a fan of eight. Yeah. I hard agree on that. I okay. Do you remember the part where they realize we're like partway through the second or like third disc of the game? They remember that they all grew up in the same orphanage together, but they had mm -hmm. forgot because apparently their summons use up like an aspect of. Uh, yeah, like the, the, summons, the summons when they're junctioned to a person, uh, yeah, they, they have to reside somewhere. And so the unfortunate side effect of GF junctions is that they reside in the place where your memory, your your long-term memories are created it, and yeah. stored. So that plot point always, that is, among others, seems kind of uh, tortured. Yeah, that's kind uh, of weird. I, yeah, I can and, and I can see why, but I think without without playing the whole game, like just hearing that, I think there are a lot of people who never actually played the game hear that and then have a negative about eight. Well, I, uh, so I played the game. I played the game all the way through. I beat it. I I enjoyed it. I'm actually, I, I would count myself among someone who like likes Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, but I would also say. That, in terms of how the story came together, there was a lot of things that were there that you can look back in retrospect and be like, "Yeah, that didn't really add up." I can easily say the same thing about seven or ten, for that matter. Ten had a lot of stuff like that where, <laughs> ultimately, it didn't matter. Yeah, I, I never played ten, so. Then there's always ten too. Yeah. Oh, uh, right. You know the story that completely doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> 
but pretty Although, princess dress up. No, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm getting murdered on Twitter. I'm gonna get murdered on Twitter for that comment because there are plenty of Ten Two fans out there, and I've actually beaten Ten Two. I played the story, and I actually you know, like you know, if you're trying to conclude kind of the story of of Ten, Ten Two has a lot of things in it that help kind of I lose ends as well as create quite a few new ones. But yeah, I had to make the joke. So so enough dunking on Final Fantasy Eight, um, on Final Fantasy story specifically. <laughs> Because uh, I actually do like Final Fantasy VIII. Um, Stranger of Paradise, played? Final Fantasy Origin, new spinoff FF game uh, is getting released 2022. Take some plot elements from Final Fantasy One. So is, is this the one that... Uh, uh, I, I, I didn't see the trailer for this, but I did see Donkey making fun of this. Where this is the trailer that triggered me. To kill, uh, chaos. Yeah. This, yeah. this trailer triggered me for a number of reasons. One... It's just... Oh, I'm going to wait until Dave gets back to share that one. Uh, he just sent a message that... The Saying he's not back? Are just, yeah, I guess oh, okay. they're getting pretty bad, so he's just going to dunk out for yep, the rest so, of the night. Uh, okay. If you're not aware of who Dave is, he's a great guy, so check him out on Zelda Dungeon. Has a lot of cool fan fiction posted there. Uh, he's. Uh, you can check out his Twitter at DaveWayne09. Uh, he's an awesome friend of the show, and we like having him on. So thank you for coming, Dave. Uh, if you eventually see the replay or something, uh, we still love you, Dave. So, yeah. So, yeah, I... So... And this was partly me at this point kind of tuning out of the Square Enix presentation because I had just spent 30 minutes of my life that I will never get back watching a whole bunch of Guardians of the Galaxy stuff I didn't want to watch. But, like, this trailer made me think it was new info on 16. And I'm so halfway, half of the trailer, I'm there thinking, oh, this is, this is 16. Um, this is, like, based mm, off of Final Fantasy 1 story. Right, but, and uh, so. The so characters I got to, are obnoxious. I got to the end, and we have Garland show up in the trailer, and that I'm just was, like. like Huh. The hype, but also super weird. Just the trailer was really awkward because it was all I think over the about place. Five times, yeah, it it was all over the place, and about five times the main protagonist dude, who just kind of looks generic as fuck, uh, is just like, "I am gonna kill chaos." That is like his whole reason for being, I guess. It's so I, I, weird. Garland at least threatened to knock him down. Uh, Gar, well, yes. Short, short answer, yes. Um, I I, I want to say like the the trailer for the actual game looks decent. Looks like a game that I think a lot of Final Fantasy fans will enjoy. Uh, seems to have a a little bit of a Dark Souls ish essence to it, which will be interesting for a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, the action um, looks pretty fun, but yeah, like, the the story beats of the of whatever it, the hell is going on was just I, super weird. I'm I'm praying Square Enix was basically just trying to like take the meme approach, kind of like the uh, was it the that R the RPG trailer that we all love, but none of us have played. Um, pro uh, Project Outland or never mind. Anyway, it it felt like they were memeing themselves. It felt like they were just like trying to like they did that intentionally. Almost, uh, I, yeah. I don't. I don't think whoever was the trailer director 
sat there creating that trailer was like, oh, that was an X. You know? So, I, I don't know. They, I, I'm not a huge fan of the protagonist, but that is mostly due to the fact that he really only says three things in that entire trailer, and that's I will kill chaos. That's yeah. four things, but whatever. <laughs> and it, it, he just he doesn't, doesn't really have a say personality. It doesn't not seem as far like as it. You can tell. I don't know. Like he might, but uh, yeah. He he seems like your generic like thirty year old main character who is just on a mission and is dedicated to nothing else. And I'm like, all right, I've played that a million one times before, and there's just not a whole lot left interesting that I think they're gonna be able to add to that. And if his whole spiel is just it is just gonna come to a climax between him and garland i'm like all right i would rather play original final fantasy one where the warrior of light had more personality despite him almost never speaking yeah all, all four of them like literally don't have lines in the whole game but somehow yeah yeah they have they more character and personality you can, you're, yeah. you can project more personality on them which i will is say impossible i will say something that the trailer no. did not show that you was was you important did. Congrats. No. Was was the fact that uh, his his very generic looking gear, uh, you will be able to acquire like new pieces of like he will not look like that uh, when you're playing through the game except probably at the beginning of it. So that was good because if I was just wearing a fucking generic wife beater and some sweatpants when I go up to face Garland, as much of a badass as I would feel doing that, it's not how I want to play my game. Okay. This guy's like fucking me up, just fucking me with the save states. Now I can't move out of here. Just keep, on, just keep running into the pellets. Loaded. <laughs> Did you really think you could defeat me? I am the god of this world, and you, you're hopeless. Hopeless and alone. Golly! That's right. Your worthless friends can't save you now. Call for help, I dare you. Cry into the darkness. Mommy, daddy, somebody help? See what good it does you. Act. You called for help. But nobody came. Because I was a dick. Boy, what a shame. Nobody else is going to get to see you die. I'm not sure I'd want beans. anybody else to see me die. What? How do you... Well, I'll just... Load failed. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where are my powers? The souls? What are they doing? No, no! You can't do that! You are supposed to obey me! Stop, stop it! I feel like I should take a drink for that epic reading. I'm gonna of... take a drink. Stop. Yeah, I'll drink to that. Well, there he is. There he is. And now I what, guess. What, what are you gonna do now? Huh? This fucker tried to kill me nine times from Tuesday. Fuck this dick. And also tried <laughs> to save Scummy. I knew you had it in you. 
That face, though. That face, indeed. Okay, that is the creepiest death in the entire fucking game. It's just it's a just regular, regular flower. Okay, Burn it! Burn it with fire! Purify the well! What's our yeah, next piece of about that flower. Undertale! Hey! Yeah. Is that what game I'm playing? Thanks! Yeah! That was a Endo long stuff, preview. Which is probably the stuff we all care more about. Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope revealed. So, uh... I guess I was accurate about something, yeah, huh? Chris got one point off of this because <laughs> he predicted there would be a uh, Nintendo crossover with somebody. A Nintendo crossover with something horrible akin to Mario plus ra rabbits. Yeah, I didn't think that, it would be this that on is the nose. literally what you said, and it is literally a uh, Mario plus <laughs> rabbits sequel. Yeah. Hey, uh, if, if you're going to be right about that, that's one to be right on. That that's Oh my a, god. The original is great. Mm -hmm. I keep hearing that. I'm not really big into that style of tactics game, and I just don't like the rabbits very much. As li like, well, good good news for you. Like the second the second game is supposedly less tactics like. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I might pick it up. I might pick up. I've I've thought about the first one because my kids are very interested, and I think it would be a good introduction to the genre, probably. Just to see if, like, tactics is their kind of thing? I don't know. And now Sans is calling there? on the phone in the post credit scene. I'll just leave a message. So, uh... <laughs> I, I can't say I'm excited about this, but I can say... I'm happy to have gotten it right on accident. Right? <laughs> I don't have I think, much to um... say about this, again, because I just haven't played the first one due to largely just a lack of interest, so... Uh, I, th I think it'll be good. Rune Factory 5 has been revealed. As in, I'm like, excited. Harvest Moon Rune Factory 5? Mm, uh, yes and Tyler no, so... played one of the Rune Factory games way back on Nintendo DS. That's literally all I know, is the series has been around a while. It's some kind Rune... of RPG. Rune, Rune Factory is basically, like, kind of Pokemon, Monster Hunter, and Harvest Moon all in one. You uh, you usually start out in a town uh, with a farm or some type of uh, like shop type type deal that you own and that you will take care of, much like the Harvest Moon series. And then you also are expected to go out and explore dungeons and fight monsters and things like that and collect rare materials from those from those places in some some cases it's a mine, other places it's an actual dungeon. Uh, it varies from game to game. Um, very, It's a very anime-style uh, version of Harvest Moon. And it's basically like the combination. If you like Harvest Moon and you like RPGs, this is a game for you. Mm -hmm. And I'm super excited. Cool. Uh, let's see. Kazooie from Tekken is the new Smash character. Uh... Let's see, June 28th for more info. That's actually pretty cool. I saw the little trailer of him throwing people in volcanoes, yeah, that including was Kirby. Neat. That was it, pretty... It was a cool reveal, because, like, the, the first shot is just somebody holding the, 
like, decimated corpse of Ganondorf. And I'm just like, the fuck, man? And, and then he just tosses him into the fucking volcano or whatever. I'm like, okay. And, like, I don't know much about Tekken. So I'm like, as a reveal for me, I'm just, like, not all that hyped about it. Because I played one Tekken. I played Tekken Tag Tournament on PlayStation 2. As all character reveals are for Smash, it's very um, relevant to people who are fans of the series. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I think the Tekken series is obviously big enough that they deserve a spot in Smash. So I'm like, I'm not like mad about it, but for me, it's just kind of a blah reveal. It's like, okay, there's a guy. Uh, he does I, look kind of cool because all of it, like, there's a, a string in the trailer where he does like some crazy ass combo. It's a ten hit tons, combo, yeah. Yeah, tons of hits. I'm just like, this is that that looks kind of cool. I feel like he's gonna be more technical than I will like for Smash. I guess I, I, I would I think he will definitely find his audience. I think he seems like a good fit because there needs to be some I, amount of that kind of character in the game. I gotta make a prediction because if they're putting Kazuya in the game. I think that means they're either going to put uh, Nightmare or Killik from Soul Calibur. At they're, they're going to reveal one of those guys. I thought about I a Soul Calibur so. character. I think a Soul Calibur character would be really cool. But one thing is like they'll put a Virtual Fighter character in Bandai before they put Namco, a Soul Calibur right character. Yeah, they're both Bandai Namco, so I don't I... be surprised if they wanted to spread out their properties a bit yeah i don't know so they might like i could see it but it, it seems kind of unlikely that they'd have two bandai namco reps back to back uh which yeah i mean it, it could happen um i don't i don't think it's going to be another fighting game character but if it were to be a character from uh, a fighting game they would put someone in from like virtual fighter or hell maybe even bloody roar before they put in a character from Soul Calibur, I think. They just they don't. I don't. I don't think Nintendo A has a relationship uh, with the Soul Calibur series like they do some of these other ones. Um, I think that out, out outside of the Link crossover in Soul Calibur two, like I don't know who they would bring from Soul Calibur one that would make a whole lot of sense in Smash, um, and I just I, I want it. I would I would like to see a Soul Calibur fighter, but I think they're going towards more more series that have had a very lasting and generational impact on fighting game series, which makes sense from a standpoint of I like mean, Street I Fighter, feel like Tekken, Tekken, and Soul Calibur series were equally impactful nope not 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 from the standpoint of the fighting from the and from a popularity standpoint tekken is far more popular than soul Calibur uh, amongst the fgc i kind of I, got annoyed at soul Calibur just because uh sean and my older brother would always be testing things out and at one point, he was just saying, yeah, Daniel, just let me test this thing out on you in some super combo or another. And he kept on knocking me out again and again and again. And it turns out in, what was it, Soul Calibur 4, Soul Calibur 2, one of those, 
if you lose like five or ten matches in a row, you get this squirrel mounted on your shoulder that you cannot remove until you win like five or ten matches in a row. And I was just like, why? Why did you do that? that at all, but it sounds like such the kind of troll bullshit I would have done if I had read about it online. <laughs> I was so pissed because I, I could go toe-to-toe -to -toe with him, but I couldn't beat him, like, five times in a row to get this stupid squirrel off my shoulder. <laughs> Maybe it was a highly intelligent squirrel. Maybe I was the stupid one, regardless. I also think uh, Link from Soul Calibur 2 had probably the best ring out grab. Yeah. Oh, the, oh yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, I, I used to do that all the time. If I got into the right position, it's just like, all right... It's super easy, too. You just push A and B at the same time, and boom, I win. It's fucking yeah. great. I was a Link main. So what do you think about Link from Soul Calibur? Does he have a chance to get into Smash? Uh, He's already in You Smash. know, I'm already betting on it. I, I would bet I mean, strongly. There's already three versions of Link. If they put in literally the Soul Calibur version of Link, I would lose my fucking <laughs> shit. And I would be, like, I would be here for it, and I would also be like, why the fuck are there fucking four Links? You know, as as much as I want more LZ representatives in in Smash, somehow I just don't think it's going to happen until the next iteration of Smash, or maybe yeah. if they announce a DLC pack, or was it, we were on DLC pack 2, so this would be D DLC pack 3. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that they're done supporting Smash Ultimate. I don't think there's going to be a new Smash game for probably a couple years at least. Yeah. So... I think it would make sense if they do a DLC pack three, and in that case, right. maybe we'll get some more LOZ stuff. But I, th I think it's gonna be. Right, I Sean, think the last character is gonna be really. I, I gotta, I gotta tell you a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so, sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, no, fine. Uh, what you wanna do here is you're gonna wanna reset. Okay. And then you're gonna wanna go through the game. And you're gonna, you're you're gonna wanna. You're gonna want to delete the uh, whole game. You're 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 gonna you're gonna want to not delete the whole game. You're gonna want to play through the game, the but this time, game? this time, don't kill anybody. Pacifist run, baby. Mm -hmm. You uh. The game is very different in its pacifist and kill runs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, and because you've probably read this text before, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you didn't run into Flowey this time, but you know. Now, Life is Strange Remastered Collection and Life is Strange True Colors coming to Switch. Uh, do we care about that? I'm I'm hyped for it. Yeah, it's, a, it's uh, a I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to the third. I've got the first one on PS5 because it was free on the PlayStation Store, and I've been meaning to get around to it. Uh, so, Telltale games have always kind of interested me from a uh, uh, from like a uh, just as. A perspective of uh, how much do your choices actually matter, and my understanding is for a lot of those games, uh, not so much. 
Mm, no, there there are definitely moments that are way more key, and like not all of your decisions matter, but like you can kind of rank them against what other people chose, and that's kind of fun. But yeah, there are definitely decisions in the game that matter that affect you know what endings you get and kind of like the overall story. Um. Like in the first game, I want to say there's at least there's at least ten different decisions that alter things from a from a significant standpoint. Um, I'm not super hyped about the remaster of Life is Strange One because Life is Strange One isn't that old of a game. It's like eight years yeah. old, nine years old. So is it, is it really eight years old? I don't think it's that old. I think I think it, I want to say it came out in like twenty. 15 2014 2015 yeah i i feel like it i feel like it's way too early for a remaster they're yeah, remastering I, newer and newer games now yeah and it, it doesn't look that bad anyway for from the original standpoint and the remaster from what i saw in the presentation doesn't look like they actually changed all that much so i could care less of that about that but i'm glad that it's coming to twitch for a broader a potentially broader audience uh, yeah, but Life is Strange three, I'm super like hyped for. Going to be good, like Switch games anyway. I feel like the Switch mm -hmm. audience will—they're very good on the like, go games, like yeah. Them, yeah. And it'll it'll fit the console well, is what I understand. Mm -hmm. John, because you played through this section before, I got a suggestion for you in this fight with this dummy. Uh, mm -hmm. Go to the fight menu and just let it the bar go all the way past and continue doing that for a while. <laughs> this is an interesting I mean intriguing gameplay it's not doing shit it looks it, like it's just going keep to doing fall it. over yep <laughs> it's like the dummy wants to say something <laughs> looks like He's fucking Snoopy me over. Shenanigans. <laughs> now I just want to watch Rush Hour 2. I too like awaits. Your aimless shenanigans. Alright, Monkey Ball Collection, October 5th. Uh, yeah, this is coming with 1 and 2 and some other one. I've, I've briefly played one of the Monkey Ball games, uh, but... Uh, I don't. I don't have a big affinity for this series, but uh, like, people like it. So. Uh yeah, it's played it a little bit, once. Don't underestimate Super Monkey Ball. It's a uh, it's a classic series for a reason. Yeah, a lot of people like it, so I I think I'm gonna get the collection and and uh, you know play through it with my kids and you know see see what they like if they like it and. Uh, check it out for myself and stuff we struck like, me as a very difficult game or series of games mm -hmm. it is not easy yeah but i wouldn't say it's like the hardest game played of course i also played the wii version where you had to actually balance the wiimote for tilt so mm -hmm. that may have had something to do with that uh, let's see, Mario Party Superstars, new game, including classic minigames and boards, October 29th. Uh, yeah. I've also never so, been, I've, I've literally never played a Mario Party. You have never played a Mario Party? Oh my god, we can't be friends anymore. 
Uh, I mean, that's actually okay. Mario Party is not that great. Oh, excuse you. Oh, man. Mar Mario Party 1 through 3 were fantastic. Come on. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, there, I was like, Mario Party is okay for, uh, It was things. the party game. Like when I, when I was like, I want to say between eight and 12, like Mario Party was a game. Everybody was always playing at birthday parties, at get togethers, all that kind of stuff. If you had more than one person at your, at your party, you were playing Mario Party. <laughs> and, and Smash. Smash, Smash, Mario Party. Smash is fine. Smash is fair, but Mario Party is a... I don't know, there, there was something about the game where it was just a... It was, it was like the whole Mario Kart thing where... You, uh, it was... Oh, there was the rubber band catch-up mechanic, except it was significantly more random than that. Mm. Um, I'm like... It was like a party game thing where it's like, who cares who wins? It's kind of like, fine, but... Then again, you are sitting down and playing it for an hour, so it can be frustrating to just get fucked over randomly. Well, I mean, I mean that it also, like you said, party game. It's it's supposed to be more about the fun you're having with your friends at the time, and like the crazy shenanigans that can happen, stuff like that. I, I totally get where you're coming from. I think that it yeah, I, I it can definitely whole... have that effect. The whole, uh, like, if it's, like, your opponent is fucking you over because they got, like, a fuck you over item, I kind of get that. I'm like, that's kind of how the game works, but the game just fucks you over. I still uh, think Mario Mario Party, or not, Mario Kart does that way worse. <laughs> I, like, I, I, I can rarely win Mario Kart games because I'll be in third second or first place and then just one one thing towards the end of the game just puts you in last for no reason that's how mario kart wii was if i remember mario kart wii was really bad about that but um you said you said mario kart 8? i'm just talking about mario kart in general but yes mario kart 8 was guilty of that too because i well i feel like mario kart 8 was a lot better about that I remember Mario Kart uh, Wii was the one where that was really frustrating. Anyway, thought, no, no one's coming here to hear me complain about various Mario games. Uh, so, no Prime 4, but Metroid 5, Metroid Dread, new side-scrolling Metroid October 8th, and a new Amiibo. Uh, new Amiibo is, you know, it's an Amiibo, but uh, Metroid 5, is that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, and they call I... it Metroid Dread. I guess it's the finished product that they apparently... I, it was funny, because I, like, I vaguely remembered Metroid Dread after people started talking about it, but I guess like they announced it something like 17 years ago and haven't talked about it for 15 years, and now it's actually here. Uh, almost. So they, they've actually been doing development work on it. What's next? They're an English uh, localization of Mother 3? Probably not. That'll <laughs> never happen. <laughs> uh, I, I'm super hyper. Um, I, I'm i not as big of a fan of Metroid as as uh, Andy is over at Zelda Dungeon. But, yeah, uh, he's a good buddy of we, ours. He was on a few weeks ago. He's a cool guy. 
we we've shared some some Metroid fun moments, and I think that uh, Metroid Metroid Dread looks like exactly what the Metroid fan franchise needs until Metroid Prime 4's release, and uh, not to mention the jokes coming out of E3 was like, hey, look at that, Metroid Prime is. Or Metroid Prime Fire is in such development hell that uh, Metroid Five came for it. And wow, it's it's great. I, I I'm looking forward to it. It looks really really good. Like the the graphics are pretty impressive. It's basically of, you know, if you remember playing Metroid on the Game Gear all the way back 25 years ago, you know, this it's very much the modern realization of that. And I think a lot of the technical improvements to the game. Uh, that they were showing off in the post-show of of it looked really fantastic, and I'm looking forward to seeing the bosses and the new mechanics behind the upgrades to your suit and weaponry, because some of that stuff that they were showing off looked really, really cool, and the element that you're also always being hunted was cool. So mm. We'll have to, have to see how that plays. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It looks really cool. I'm excited about it. Uh, I'm not a, like a huge, huge Metroid guy, but I've played most of them and I've liked all of them and I've never beaten a single one. So I don't know. That's I'm, I'm going to get it, but you know, I'll see how it goes. Uh, I think suffice to say Metroid fans everywhere have a lot to look forward to and are really like, they really got what they, what they've deserved for so long. Yeah. Having waited for so long. DBZ Kaka Carrot Cake uh, coming to oh, Switch God. September 24th. <laughs> yeah, this isn't uh, a game I played because I like it looked neat, but I was just like, I've seen the same DBZ story so many times that I just don't care. I, what, ironically if it was a enough, One Piece game, would you be more excited? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. <laughs> ironically uh, enough, know, this is the game that got the, the 5 FPS comment. From my friend, There's, we were. Th this came out on the on the trailer screen, and I was looking. I was like, "This is cool." I've I've already played it for PS for PS4, so you know, I I had my my time with it. I was like, "Okay, cool." Switch fans get to get to play with it, and then my friend tweeted, "I was like, oh sweet, Dragon Ball Kakarot Five FPS Edition." <laughs> I was like, you know what? He's probably not wrong. This game is not yeah. going to run very well on the Switch. Yeah, I don't know how graphically intensive it is, but it's, it, it is one of those things where I'm like, yeah, it might be better to buy it on some other, other console anyways. It's very pretty on Xbox One and PS4. Cool. It, it, it is a very pretty game. I don't know how that translates to the Switch because, you know, when you go from, like... A Battlefield 4, Battlefield 5 type graphics to cell shading, it's a little different in how it's rendered, but mm -hmm. I don't know. It, it, it could be just fine, or it could be just as bad as a lot of people think it will be. Yep. So, yeah, DPZ Kaka Karma and Electra coming out. Caramel Edition? Caramel Dance Edition? Uh, I should be clear. The game name of the, if, if you're unfamiliar with Dragon Ball Z, the name the name of the game's actually Kakarot. I'm just making dumb jokes over here. Uh, WarioWare, get it together. September 10th has local co-op. Uh, WarioWare, get it together. Hey, a new WarioWare game. 
Yeah. With local co-op. Uh, I mean, I know that uh, the WarioWare that came out for uh, the original Wii uh, had local co-op, but it also had some very awkward mini-games, like you and somebody else piloting a nose through deep space and trying not to crash. Hmm. Yeah, literally the only uh, WarioWare that I've played is that one on Wii that I played at your house a couple of times. Yeah. It's not a bad, like, game, but it's just like, I don't know, I didn't really get the appeal of it. I'm like, it's it's neat, but, uh, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to rush out for it. I, I like the mini games. Yeah. I mean, they're cool mini-games, but I don't want to pay, you know, 50 bucks for a collection of mini-games specifically. Fair enough. I mean, you know, if that's your yeah, thing, I mean... that's your thing. Go ahead. I'm, I'm not judging, but I'm like, I don't know. If I want to pay 50 bucks, I want to, like, a full game experience, so to speak. You know. Flirt with the yeah. sea vagina. Do I'm it. Do it. You wiggle your hips, molt small wiggles back. What a meaningful conversation. <laughs> Scorch. Scorch. Oh man, things yeah. were easier way back when. I, I I feel like every enemy in the end of the game is like bullet hell. <laughs> and now uh, yeah, coming they, back to the start, it's just like, do I even have to move? I, it's much easier to avoid the attacks of the enemies at the beginning of the game. Mm -hmm. uh, SMT5 November 5th. What the f what the hell is this? Shin what Yami is SMT5? Ah. So this is actually... Damn it, I keep falling in this first uh, Shin Megami Tensei game release in quite some time, if I remember. Yeah, like, uh, yeah they released the Shin Megami Tensei 3 remaster uh, vaguely recently, but yeah, this is the first. Shin Megami Tensei 4 was quite a while ago, and this game was revealed quite a while ago because they said that Shin Megami Tensei 5 was in development at the. Um, original Nintendo Switch like reveal event back in 2017. Yeah. I I'm looking forward to it. I really enjoy the Shin Megami Tensei series. Uh I think it's very quirky and very charming in a lot of different ways. Uh-huh. Uh and it's got a lot of RPG like classic RPG elements that I like to it while also being kind of like akin to the Persona series in its flair for the dramatic and uh, all of them. it's really cool. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I I hope it's as uh, as good as how how many like eight years or ten years of development. When Something, was yeah. Tensei Four released? I'm uh, not sure. I've only played one Tensei game. It, I, I think I it was released Strange for PS2 Journey on the 2013. DS. So eight years ago. Yeah, that's wow. that uh, should be a hefty dev cycle. But yeah, uh, I don't know a whole ton about the series. I only played uh, Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey on DS. And that was interesting, but I, I, I read a, a an article uh, like last year sometime saying what the best uh, Shin Megami Tensei series to join the series would be. And that was like the worst one. The bottom tier? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. So this one, like, it looks reminiscent of what I played, but everything looks like it works way better. It was... And that was a weird yeah. 
experience on on original ds uh it was it was a decent game but it was it was super weird and uh the presentation was uh just just kind of awkward fuck you rock go where i want you to stupid <laughs> forgot about this entirely fuck you <laughs> stupid bastard rock <laughs> now i have to fucking mercy another mold small Stay there. Give me your real work. Stupid ass rock. Dangan Ropa collection coming to Switch, uh, which, as I understand it, is a visual novel about some very unique um, things. It's about a murder care bear. It's about a, yeah, a murder. Students. Uh, very weird high school students. It's very Japanese. It, yeah, that's what it sounds like. I've never played a Danganronpa, but it, uh... I do remember one of the ex... But also, like, a specific kind of wackadoo. I do <laughs> remember one of seeing the execution videos on YouTube, and one of them was just a dude being sent around a uh, motorcycle. Um... You'll, you'll have to move him, of course. Uh, he was just being going around a, what is it, a little wire sphere on a motorcycle hmm. until it went fast enough that he got reduced into butter. Which, I don't <laughs> understand how that works, but that's, uh, you know, that's how he died. Don't worry about it. You're not supposed to ask how he died. You're supposed to ask why he I mean... Get philosophical. I mean, one of the first deaths, apparently, in the game is just a guy getting tied up uh, and being launched into space. That sounds like a kink, or though than murder. Uh, and then when he lands, he's just bones. Boned or bone? He's bones, as in like he—he's just like a skeleton, but he's not really oh. attached. So a little Mortal Kombat with your uh, horror hentai. Yeah. Also, Sean, this is the one enemy in the game that you can fight. Uh, and kill, and it doesn't do anything. Oh, okay. Because he's a ghost, he's already dead, and you lose experience for defeating him. And he's crying at you. And I, I suck at dodging the crying, apparently. I was just talking about how it's easy to dodge all the shit, and now I'm fucking sucking he, he's it the, up. He's the first enemy in the game that has actually difficult attacks to dodge. Fatal Frame, <laughs> made in a Blackwater, coming to Switch. Also PS4, 5, Xbox, Bone. Uh, XX yeah. and PC. Yeah. So this, XX. Is, this was announced in the Nintendo Switch presentation, or the Nintendo Direct presentation, but it is coming to basically fucking everything. I am so into the Fatal Frame series. It is one of my favorite horror genre series, just because it does things very differently than a lot of that a lot of uh, horror games do. You know, you got your typical Silent Hill and, and Resident Evil games. Silent Hill being more of a psychological kind of horror game, whereas Resident Evil is a more in-your-face zombie game um, with with science thrown in to explain everything that's happening. Fatal Frame is, a, is very J-horror. It's very Japanese. So, like, if you're into things like The Ring or The Eye, The Grudge, that kind of stuff. Junji Ito stuff. 
Or yeah, Junji Ito very unique? Uh, no, Junji Ito is he's definitely unique in his approach to things, but uh, a lot of his works are very they're they're very uh, representative of the genre. So yeah, Fa uh, Fatal Frame is basically the video game equivalent to J horrors in uh, genre within the genre. And I think it does very well at what it what it is. Like the f the first two Fatal Frame games were incredibly scary in very different aspects. You've obviously got the visual horror element that's pretty scary, but it also throws in the Silent Hill esque psychological horror that a lot of J horror is very famous for. Mm -hmm. I've always kind of eyed the series from the side and been like, I should get into that. That just looks neat. But mm. it's it's a series I've never tried, so it's it's hard. Uh, Fatal Frame is not a game for the faint-hearted, not because of its horror elements, more so because of its controls. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. it 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 is a hard game to play, but it is well worth playing. Okay. And ho hopefully, this new one kind of fixes <laughs> the control issue a bit. Bless you. Yeah, bless you. Hey, that sneeze caused you some damage. Apparently, <laughs> it did. I was just like, I, I can't dodge him. I gotta sneeze. What do we do? Are they tears or are they? Never mind. I'm not gonna. Sorry. I don't know. It just made this more awkward. Pretend <laughs> beat me. Ooh. Okay. One, you lost one experience point. <laughs> <laughs> I was just lowering my HP because I felt bad. <laughs> They're execution points, Chris. We just discovered that. Spider no, that you lost an experience point. That's you the lost. only ex reference to experience point in the entire game. Oh, you should buy at least experience? one of these. Yeah, it did say experience. Normally it says you gain XP if you kill someone, yeah, but it ESP. says you lost an experience point. Mm -hmm. It gained execution points. You didn't lose execution points, but you did lose experience. Mm -hmm. Weird how that works. That is weird how that works. Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remaster coming to Switch on June 25th. Yeah, nobody nobody saw this coming, right? The the same thing that Activision has done with every game that they've done, where they release it, and then a year later, you they're Activision. like, hey guys, it's on Switch now. Yeah, nobody saw that shit coming. Milk it, man. If you got it, milk it. <laughs> yeah. We've talked uh, about this on the podcast before. I'm not that, like... They're they're good games. I'm, I'm probably not going to revisit them, even on Switch. Yeah, I, I'm not me. Not me. Um, you can just spare him again. Neat. Uh. Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp coming for Switch. I never played the original Advance Wars. Does anybody have any opinions about this? They are fun games. Get it. Get it when okay. it comes out. It's going to be good. Advance Wars tactics is freaking awesome. Except for Fire Emblem, and this is one of the other series that Intelligent Systems has developed. So I'm very curious. I, I think I might pick these up because I'm like... Uh, I I tried one very briefly on an emulator, and then I found out that our version was totally in Japanese, so I didn't go very far. Ah. And Adva I Advance Wars Two is definitely better than One, but mm -hmm. they're both worth playing, and I think you'll have a lot of fun with. 
Yeah. Advanced and Wars. I, I don't Go know ahead. how far the remaster is going, if it's just a graphic overhaul or what, so maybe it'll like smooth out some of whatever the problems were too. I don't know. Yeah. I remember it played roughly like Fire Emblem anyway, so I'm like I like Fire Emblem gameplay. More, more or less. Enough, so I'm like Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have I'll to check, check it out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh let's see. Age of Calamity DLC playable guardian and new weapons for Link and Zelda. Cool. Yeah, this is interesting. Uh, I think the it actually just released today also. So uh, they finally revealed exactly what the DLC pack one is for this game, which is kind of neat. Uh, the playable Guardian actually looks kind of neat. I haven't I haven't got the DLC yet. I'll, I'll probably get to it eventually because uh, it's Zelda. Uh, and then the new weapons, I think, are hilarious because uh, it one of them is the Master Cycle Zero, which inexplicably they gave to Zelda instead of Link, which is kind of... Like, when they revealed it, you're like, oh, yeah, they'll give it to Link. He'll get the Master Cycle. That'll be cool. But no, Zelda rides the Master Cycle. So I'm like, that could be kind of cool. It's kind of neat that they gave it to Zelda instead of Link. And Link's new weapon is a pair of nunchucks made out of fucking guardian legs held together by a laser. I'm like, I am so fucking here for this. Link is, is Link is just one step, better, uh, one step closer to becoming fighter from 8-Bit Theater. <laughs> right? Go, go, sword chucks. Sword chucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't have I mean, a lot to say about this. I like Age of Calamity, so I'll probably get the DLC eventually, but it's not on my, like, must-buy list. Okay. Much the same for me. I, uh... I am enjoying Age of Calamity, but... I there are other Zelda things I would rather focus on than than Hyrule Warriors right now. Um, so the DLC, it, it's good. I think it's great for for the people who are really hyped and really enjoying the series. And obviously, the content it's bringing is quite funny and quite nice. So I, I'm all for that. And once I get around to it, I'm sure I'll enjoy it. But fair. I'm a duck out for the night. I will see Sean tomorrow fishing. Good luck right. in. Staring so all Daniel. of these floaty ball or whatever the name of this monster is. That's how it works. <laughs> Luke's. Luke's. Yep. You don't want. You don't want to pick on Luke's. Don't pick on Luke's. Finally, someone gets it. All right. Yeah, I didn't remember. I'm like, but then you died. That fucking killed me. Was I? At you were at two HP. You were at two HP. I thought I just like healed or something. I wasn't paying attention. Game and Watch Zelda coming includes Zelda 1, 2, and Link's Awakening, plus Vermin Game and Watch uh, November 12th. Uh, yeah, so, so I think this is kind of neat. Uh, the Vermin Game and Watch is a classic Game and Watch game, but they're reskinning it to have the Link's head on top of the Vermin guy. I gotta beat this dick again? Fuck. You probably should have saved after you... Uh, That's what I should have did, and then I wouldn't have been so fucking beat up for that last fight. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm interested in the Zelda ones, but I never, I have no familiarity with the Game & Watch Vermin guide. Yeah, I've never really played that. It looks like kind of every other Game & Watch, where it's just like one of those simple little games that you'll be like, oh yeah, this is cool for 10 seconds and then get bored. Um, but I think it's kind of cool it, that it comes with actually the original version of Link's Awakening, not DX or anything. So I'm like, I'm actually kind of excited about that, because that's the one version of the game that I've never played. I've played DX a shitload, and I've played the remake now 
a pretty good amount. I've done two playthroughs of that. A no death run and a three heart run. And uh, I've had tons of fun with, with that game. Uh, it's, it's one of my favorite games of all time. And to see the actual original version is cool. I pre-ordered mine at uh, GameStop the other day. So I am so on board with this. Uh, I, I guess I'll have to see how it plays. I, I guess I'll have to see what they're like to see if I have any interest in it. I, yeah. I do have Game & Watch similar games mm -hmm. uh, that I remember playing the hell out of when I was a very young kid that I enjoyed. Right. I'll have to see what it's like. Yeah. Uh, the big news, the big, big news, the news that I where I hedged my bets and I thought if this news comes out, I'll be happy. And if this news doesn't come out, then I'll at least have got scored a point. But I didn't score a point. Instead, I'm actually happy. Breath of the Wild 2022 includes big-ass areas floating in the skies. So, you look like, what? Skyloft kind of shit? Yeah, it looks very similar to Skyloft. Uh, they, one of the uh, first bits of the trailer actually includes Link, like, skydive falling like he does in skyward sword uh very intentional yeah it's it's an obvious throwback it's like okay cool that's kind of neat and uh yeah it's like i would i was pretty hyped for this trailer i'm always hyped for any kind of zelda news at all uh so I, some people are kind of giving this a lukewarm reception but for me it was a super hype trailer to see all of the crazy ass shit that we're going to be able to explore in the sky uh, and a bunch of different things. I'm, I'm just like every day I'm going back and watching this trailer and analyzing it and watching another analysis video on whatever other channel is doing analysis videos. I've watched a bunch of them so far and and just like everybody is noticing different little details. It's, it's super cool. So uh, obviously I am hyped for this. I'm sure you guys are hyped for the game, at least. Uh, what do you guys think about the trailer? Have you have you watched it, Chris? Because sometimes I, you don't get to shit. I am terrible about watching trailers. Uh, this is one where I saw Twitter, and it was just enough for me to know that the game was going to be out. Mm -hmm. I don't need a trailer to feel hyped for this game. Right. <laughs> That's fair. So this hit me both ways. Um... I was simultaneously... I, I'm very excited for Breath of the Wild. And uh, I'm glad that we have a little bit more information on it. Uh, and then I'm also simultaneously disappointed by some of the things I saw in the trailer. As well as the fact that they apparently are going to keep the same marketing route that they went with Breath of the, the original Breath of the Wild. So... You know, we're not going to get a whole lot of information on the game until probably about six to, sorry, three to six months before its release. Uh, from that, from here until then, we'll probably get little tidbits. They also basically, it seemed like they were kind of panicking to get information out there because they very specifically said, we're hoping for 2022 release so what this tells me is that mm. the I, I think if we're lucky we'll get this game november december next year if we're really really lucky we'll get it august september but i don't think coming any sooner than that yeah it's it's kind of hard to tell with what 
what they're doing. And, and you know Zelda is one game that they just won't rush no matter what, which is a great thing. Mm-hmm. But it means that, you know, we always have to wait a little, little extra. So. Yeah. I, I, I'm really liking what I'm seeing uh, in the gameplay aspects of the trailer because, I mean, Breath of the Wild unquestionably is one of the best game from a gameplay perspective is one of the best zeldas ever um you you gotta actually eat the green to spare it oh do you yeah sorry no no problem uh the mechanic the mechanics of the game look solid it looks like they've taken everything that breath of wild uh one did really well uh especially with like the sheikah slate powers and basically amped it up to 11 uh also flamethrower hello yeah, Sign that's me up, Daddy. Cool. Uh, one of the things that's interesting about that flamethrower too is that if you like uh, stop the trailer and zoom in kind of close and look at it, it's it's like literally a shield with the fucking mm-hmm. dragon head coming out of it, and it's just like pouring fire out. Yeah, I'm just like, this is so cool. Is this just a shield you can get? It's kind of like it's weird though because it's like is this a one-off item in the game or can you regularly get stuff like this that the shield actually has attack powers and stuff because yeah so there's a lot of mystery behind what's going on in the uh, when i was initially watching the trailer i would i assume because obviously we're seeing this trailer for the first time so our eyes are all bug-eyed and we're like trying to catch everything we can at once i thought it was going to be a sheikah slate power kind of like stasis Mm. and and warp and all that um but like based off of further examination it looks like it could just be an item uh which which is cool in its own right if they're giving if they're coming out with items that serve more than just you know its appearance purposes so like you know shields do more than just block nowadays or parry um or different it, it, you know it's kind of like the 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 wands from breath of the wild one where if you you know you got a, or sorry rods uh when you got the thunder rod or the the ice rod you know you could you had different magical effects you could do so maybe this is kind of like the same thing except for shields it's like maybe you'll get like an ice wall shield or or maybe that's the only type of different shield you get and we'll like it anyway but I, I thought it was cool. I think a lot of the 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 improved uh, Sheikah Slate uh, powers and things like that. So like him phasing through the the rock mountain to get to the top of to top of that, which looked to be in the Skyloft area of the game. Um, that looked really cool. You're gonna want to eat your candy. I'm really curious to see how that will uh, affect the game. I'm very curious to see how a lot of the Skyloft ish portions will work how they're going to tie that into the game and what relevance they'll have because this game uh this and breath of the wild one are supposed to take place i guess towards the end of the zelda timelines whereas skyward sword takes place at the beginning of the timeline and we're getting both games within a relative short amount of time period and like i said the marketing is very very specific to you know hey skyward sword hd remake is coming out you know, next couple of months, and here's Breath of the Wild 2, where we're bringing some Skyward Sword elements back. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very curious to see how that plays out, but it also looks like they're retaining the same storytelling of Breath of the Wild 1, which was my biggest detractor for the game, so I hope I am really wrong about that. 
you were the one who didn't like the storytelling from Breath of the Wild one? I did not like it at all, no. And which is really weird because I'm a very big fan of Dark Souls and Bloodborne, and that is basically the inspiration for the way that they told the story of Breath of the Wild. I, I think I think I remember is having a, a a bit of a, a something about this. We we had one episode where we you me and Dave argued the crap out of this. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. not not to rehash the. It was last year, I think. But, yeah. but uh, I'm 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 I would be happy to see more uh, the more of the Breath of the Wild style storytelling. So. To, to each their own. If mm. if that's what you like, that's what you like. But yeah. uh, if they do that yeah. again for Breath of the Wild two, I'm probably just not not gonna be there for it. Like I'll play the game, I'll beat the game, I'll do a hundred percent it. This is what I commit to with every main series Zelda game. Right. But you know, then when they announce Breath of the Wild three, it'll probably be like a meh for me, as opposed to oh my god, it's you know Ocarina of Time, or oh my god, it's it's the newest. Uh, Zelda game that looks wildly different. That's cool. Like it's just be like this is old hat for me. And I was actually having this conversation with uh, Kevin the other mm-hmm. day, is where we were noticing trends in the different eras of Zelda, and it seems like Breath of the Wild is kind of the start of a new era. So we've got you know the OG to a link to the past, which was kind of like the the 2D era or the OG era of Legend of Zelda. You've got Ocarina of Time, which starts the 3D era of Zelda, which goes all the way up until breath of the wild and breath of the wild it seems like it's starting a new era for like much more open world focused zelda and it's it's trying to introduce a lot of mechanics uh from open world games that zelda just hasn't had before and there's a lot of experimentation in it which i'm all for it's just i think uh they need to they need to go balls deep instead of just in the shaft you know it's not it's they need to commit mm-hmm. and i don't think they're doing that hmm. yeah well either way i'm sure we're all hyped for this game and i think that's the mm-hmm. end of the news and booze isn't it yeah well uh, one more quote from bill Trainan. i don't know who that is bill uh, that's uh bill that's is one of the guys. shigeru miyamoto's translator yeah is that shigeru okay yeah. As for why we're holding back on the name, you'll just have to stay tuned because obviously Zelda names are kind of important, Trannon says during our interview. Those subtitles, they start to give little bits of hints about maybe what's going to happen. Yeah, so the this end, is kind of interesting. Breath of the Wild, end I, of an era. I, yeah, I, I Very did, interesting. Yeah, I, I did wonder, because uh, we didn't get a title reveal at all, so I was like, it's it's still officially called the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, so it's like, it's hard to really know what to do with that, you know, it's like, but I wonder what kind of spoiler territory the uh, title could go into, potentially, because it's like, I feel like they all kind of give you a gist of something, Zelda titles, but they very rarely give you any, like, significant lead on what exactly is going to happen, right? No, Ocarina of Time. Yeah, there's a magic ocarina, and it does time-related stuff. It'd be, uh... It doesn't uh, really tell you what it is. Breath of the Wild 2, Electric Princess? (laughs) 
But who is Skyward like Sword, this? Electric Boogaloo? Right. <laughs> Un unexpected crossover with Rob Schneider movies. You know. God, that would be terrible. I would I would be sure that we were living in a nightmare reality if uh, It would if that it would happened. be ter it would be terrible, but I would pay for You pay I'd you pay, pay the full price for I mean I'd that's almost worth the price of admission Yeah. Just to just to experience. I yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know if I agree, Bill. That like a, unless they named it like something like super direct to the point spoilery. Right. But uh, like his his whole comment of how of Ganon, like where he gets the Triforce and kills Link twice, <laughs> or <laughs> Zelda, the where end. Link is actually a Terminator. Because right, I I pay to see that too. That, that one just nodding in the okay, corner. Okay, that one might Santa be my. Kinda. That might be closer to my uh my pet theory about what's going on. But Link you, gets anyway. his first ever, like, fully spoken line with voice acting, and the voice actor is fucking Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Zelda, get to the chopper. Get to the master cycle. <laughs> I, I, are we officially in uh, the fucking around part of the podcast now? Yeah, that uh, that was all of our video game topics, so uh, thank you for joining us. As always, this has been a ton of fun. Uh, so now we get to the part where we shamelessly plug ourselves and then talk about inane bullshit until we say something ridiculously awkward and then I cut off the podcast. Uh, so, of course, we had our special guest earlier, uh, Mr. David Wayne Nystrom. You can check out his content written on Zelda Dungeon. He's a fantastic fanfic guy. Uh, he's also, uh, at DaveWayne09 on Twitter if you want to check him out. Um, and my brother Dan joined us for no reason except to just shoot the shit with us, so that was kind of neat. Uh, and, uh, we've got our actual third special guest was here for the whole episode. Because, <laughs> you know, he didn't have to go to bed to go fishing, or, which technically I should do too, because I'm going fishing with my brother tomorrow. But, you know, I was like... I can't just not have a podcast about E3 reactions, right? Uh, exactly. Yeah, and and there's no storms in your area, so you're not you know fucked on your internet. So that's that's no. great. Uh, so well, we're fucked. Buddy we're Taylor fucked in our Rose. internet for other. Have you back. Thank you. Good to be. So yeah, is I, there any got... uh, specific plug you want to do? You doing anything? You want to plug? Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, nothing that I can talk about. But. Okay. Uh, the, you know, uh, I got my Twitter. I sometimes post there, uh, so you can follow me on there. It's uh, at GIF underscore Bluehawk. Um, I do a lot of writing and now voice acting in the video game industry. So hopefully I'll be able to talk to those about a lot of those projects later on. And Sweet. maybe you've heard or seen something I've done in the past. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Chris. Uh, probably should change my Twitter handle, Laudette. Uh, you can find my stuff on, you know, places. You know, fucking watch another one of the podcasts. I don't, I... <laughs> we don't have time to plug our own shit every fucking day. I don't think I've plugged oh. my shit in, like, a long time. Yeah. Uh, because I'm usually just like, oh yeah, uh, I, I write articles sometimes for tgpzgaming.com except I haven't written anything like in a while because I've got I started a few articles and then haven't got around to them because just life and and camping and doing the podcast and and 
all sorts of different other stuff. I rebuilt my fucking bathroom. <laughs> you know. There you go. Like, wow. You know. Plug the bathroom. Wait, no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> so if you'd like to check out my bathroom, you can totally take a shit in peace. Just, just... Nice. <laughs>